0: It's six o'clock, I'm Simon Oxley. The headlines, Buckinghamshire fundraiser apologises for using image of dead Syrian boy. Hart's councillor complains about commuter train services and Milton Keynes-Dons hit for six.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: A Buckinghamshire fundraiser has apologised after using the image of the dead Syrian boy on a beach on leaflets to thousands of people. John Van Weenen was trying to encourage people in Olney to donate clothes to send to the migrants at Calais and says with hindsight he wouldn't have used the pitch. More from Jessica Cooper.
2: John Van Weenen hand-delivered the leaflets to more than 3,000 homes in the town, encouraging people to pack a box of supplies to help migrants gathering at Calais. But people started questioning why that picture of Alan Kurdi had been used with one person writing on Facebook saying they were horrified and they would have helped anyway, even if they hadn't seen the image, although some seemed surprised that the leaflet had caused offence.
0: Meanwhile, European Union leaders who've been meeting at an emergency summit in Brussels have agreed to provide €1 billion to help Syrian refugees. Britain has pledged another £100 million to help the estimated 4 million refugees in countries bordering Syria. The councillor in charge of transport at Hertfordshire County Council has written an open letter complaining about poor train services on the Thameslink and Great Northern lines. Derek Ashley says passengers have experienced further cancelled trains due to driver shortages. More from Tony Fisher. Mr Ashley says on Sunday there were major cancellations for which new operators Govia Thameslink have apologised. He says there are also cancellations during the week and if they don't have sufficient staff, they should just run a reduced timetable. Govia Thameslink, which took over a year ago, say they're in the process of recruiting and training drivers but it's not an overnight fix. George Osborne has used his visit to China to launch the bidding process for constructing the UK's proposed high-speed two rail line. The Chancellor has urged Chinese firms to pitch for almost £12 billion worth of contracts for the first phase through Buckinghamshire. The MP for St Albans says a recycling facility where a major blaze took hold three years ago should be cleared and if it isn't, the owners should be prosecuted. Today, Hertfordshire Fire and Rescue Service and the Environment Agency meet to discuss how to manage the site. MP Anne Main was speaking after firefighters were called again this week to deal with large amounts of smoke from the site at Apps Pond Lane.
1: This site is a disaster. He's tried to sell some of the product for recycling purposes. It's too wet, too damaged, too useless... Nobody wants the wood that's on this site. It is just one huge bonfire waiting to go up, and I believe the site should be cleared.
0: In sport, Milton Keynes-Dons are out of the League Cup after a thrashing by Premier League Southampton at Stadium MK last night.
3: Davis through for Long,
0: Long's onside, chance to make it six, and Long gets his second goal. Southampton get their six. It's an utter demolition of Milton Keynes-Dons.
3: It's Milton Keynes-Dons nil, Southampton six.
0: The weather, cloud and rain, clearing this morning to leave sunshine and showers this afternoon. A maximum temperature 17 degrees Celsius. And you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash threecounties.
3: Thank you, Simon. We, I think we may have fixed your ears after... The, I, I, mm, rude of me to say, but... Mm, Morning, Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. That's enough of that. Across That's Ben's enough of that. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. So I've started doing what I can only describe as the... Um, well, Well, I, I can give it two descriptions, so it's not only. The dad squint or the old man squint. Right. You see me now looking at the computer screen I'm doing that? That's the... Um... I'm doing that. You see that? And when I go into um, uh, record shops and pick up LPs, I do that. (laughs) I move it backwards and forwards until I get it into the right. But yeah, every time I go to Specsavers, they refuse to tell me I need glasses. I know my own eyes better than anybody, guys. So what
4: you need to do is go to the supermarket and get yourself a pair of readers like other old men do. Just
3: buy them. You can just buy them these days. Off-the-shelf glasses. So today, uh, we mentioned this yesterday, I've written it down. Limp, uh, Limp bands. Yeah. So bands have got a really limp sound. This is all inspired by the Bay City Rollers getting back together. They're so limp. Stereophonics. Oh, yes, the stereophonics.
4: They started out with Great Promise and huskiness, but they've gone really... Uh,
3: Kelly's yeah. uh, not convinced by the stereophonics, N- nor is The Nation. <laughs> That's why they don't have hits no more. Here's one, and th- th- I tell you what, this band did one song that was amazing, and it was, it was uh, the B-sides to a song. And it was amazing, beautiful. Apart from that, everything else, Limp, Travis. Oh, yeah. Travis, I limp. like, James. I like of those. them though. Hang on, sorry, one second. Sorry, I don't know if you just heard, but Kelly just dissed the 90s. What did you say?
5: James. Whoa! What? No, oh, come sit off down off
3: not Oh, Sit Down is not Limp.
4: No one needs that.
3: No, no one needs it. But we all
4: need a sit down. What are you talking about? Oh, <laughs> Sit
3: Down, Mama, and the other song. Oh, there was a
4: really good one. Our bed is on fire with passion oh, and love. Yes, that's actually, a belter. All right, all that's right. n-
3: they're not limp, mate. You cannot have them like as limp. I like that
4: one. I'll take it back.
3: I'll give you another one. Nickelback. Oh, Limpers. yeah. Limpers rock.
4: And um, <laughs> wet rock.
3: Wet, wet rock. Razor light. Oh razor. razor light Do you know when right I split? On. When I split up with um, a girl before I met my wife, when I split up with a girl I've been going out with for eight years. Uh, I was still a young. I was still a young-ish thing. I was probably. Um, Wow, thirty-two flipping it. I was married by then. And um, I got into. I thought I'm going to get into some new bands. This Razorlight like singing about America. That's oh my God! They really oh. got their finger on the pulse. And then it turns out he's. T- it turns out they're rubbish. I bought three albums. Them. <laughs> Sorry. Three, albums. Are they three albums. No, no, no. I bought uh, no. I, well, I bought their their current album. I thought oh, this is rubbish. I also bought the Franz Ferdinand. Now they're not limp. Franz Ferdinand. They're are not limp. They are. They are firm Ferdinand. Firm <laughs> Ferdinand.
4: Who were them uh, limp ones that sang? You know,
3: Franz Ferdinand have started a band with Sparks. This is true. What
4: called Frank Ferdinand?
3: No, this is brilliant. Franz Ferdinand and Sparks, <laughs> and this isn't a joke. Made have just made an album together and done a tour together. I bet that's good. Do you know what they've called the act? Franz Ferdinand and Sparks. FFS. Come Ooh. on, guys. Come on. I bet that's brilliant as well. I didn't get to see it.
4: Who did uh, that one that went, Hey there, Delilah. Na, na,
3: na, na. Uh, Maroon 5, because Delilah. they're on the list.
4: Oh, yeah, they're definitely. They're at the top of the list, aren't they? Maroon
3: 5 own the list. It's the Maroon 5 phone-in. Hey there, Delilah. They weren't... Um, um,
4: they could do one anyway. It
3: wasn't... Who was the um, penny for your thoughts? Hello,
4: three counts. Kiss me. Oh, that was sixpence and none the <laughs> <Get> <laughs> on the ridge.
3: Oh, this is going to be fun, guys. It's the Maroon 5 uh, wet rock phone-in. 03459 four double five five double five, More fun than I ever possibly imagined. Let's crack on with this and then we'll... Uh, We'll go back to the fun stuff that people really want to listen to. Uh, a Buckinghamshire fundraiser has apologised for using a photo of the dead Syrian to- toddler Aylan Curdy, on leaflets asking for charity donations. John Van Weenen is collecting supplies for refugees camping in Calais, but received complaints after posting the flyers which contained the picture through letterboxes in Olney. I'd have been flipping furious, as you know. I did my best to avoid this picture. Once I heard it was out there, I didn't need to see a three-year-old dead boy on the beach. That you know, that boy is my son. That boy is your daughter I didn't need to sit yet some people retweeted it what do we know about Mr Van Weenen, Catherine?
4: John Van Weenen's been raising money for various causes for years, and like many people, he's really touched by what was going on across the channel. He says he's been in touch with the main ag- agencies to get a list of all the items that they need over there, and the ones that aren't wanted for Calais, and he says he plans to start a collection, and he's encouraging people to pack a box which will be taken to a warehouse, um, and then the local removal company will deliver them to a camp at Calais, and they're hoping to be able to hand them out directly. Now, John says he wants the migrants at Calais to know that a lot of people in his town Town, Olney care about them he says he's seen pictures of the people um, at the campsite known as the jungle and he's worried that they're stuck there because they will not be allowed to come into the UK uh,
3: and th- th- well I, I know why these yeah. leaflets are causing controversy but just just spell it out
4: okay well John van Weenen hand delivered these leaflets to more than 3,000 homes in Olney and they have this image of Aylan Kurdi which was printed on the front um, of a lot of newspapers a few weeks ago now he was a three-year-old Syrian boy who was photographed lying dead on a beach in Turkey I'm sure if you've seen that image you'll never forget it
3: yeah some people some Some people retweeted it. Yeah, I'll talk to you about that. That's why I unfollowed everybody on Twitter. Some people, interesting enough, it was was three women that retweeted it.
4: I was so shocked by it, it was a trigger reaction, and I apologise for doing that. I wouldn't do it again.
3: No, you put it in my timeline. You, Noreena Palo, and another of my favourite singers, and you're not one of my favourite singers, Noreena Palo is Emma Pollock.
4: Yeah, three women who um who feel very deeply and I'm sorry that I felt so deeply that I retweeted.
3: No, it was uh, it I was... had never
4: seen that image before and it hadn't gone uh, it viral a... at that point.
3: Anyway, anyway.
4: Anyway, I apologize for that an apology and I apologised is... in person and now I'm doing it on air.
3: Apology considered. I'll let you know when I get the results back from the lab. Intense. Mm, Go on.
4: Anyway, uh, people started talking about these leaflets on Facebook and they questioned why the picture had been used. One person said they were horrified and they would have helped anyway, even if they hadn't seen the image. They questioned whether they were being shocked into taking action. Um, And other people commented saying they weren't, they weren't happy to have that picture put through their door. and um, One woman said that her four-year-old picked up the leaflet and was asking what the image was. Uh, but then there were some people on Facebook seeming surprised that the letter caused any offence at all. Now, John von Van Weenen says it's the reality of what's happening, but with hindsight, he wouldn't have wished children to see it. Um, he says he does understand why around 70 people weren't happy with the image being used. Now, 70 complaints is quite a lot. That's a
3: lot of complaints for a leaflet drop. Okay, we're going to speak to John a little bit later on, aren't we? Oh three four five nine four double five five double five. Limp rock bands, please. The Maroon Five phone in. These guys aren't limp, except when uh, the lead singer was off his nut on heroin. Then he was. Then he was very very limp. But when he was uh... when he was stood up, he was good.
6: Oh, God. Thank you for the
7: day.
8: day.
7: For beds, cards and bugs.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: In Pottersbury on the A5 southbound, the lane's been closed because of an accident near the High, High Street heading towards Milton Keynes, just north of Old Stratford, as the lane closed because of that accident. On the North Orbital Road in St Albans, there's roadworks going on in both directions, between the Park Street roundabout and the London Coney roundabout, so that could cause some delays later on this morning. Lynn Chisel Green on the North Orbital Road, it's looking slow already on the Shell roundabout. On the motorways, it's all cleared so far this morning, but on the M1, there's roadworks going on in both directions, between mm. Junction 12, of and and 11 for dunstable which could cause some delays Mm. and on the train departure boards the 618 service from bedford to Brighton has been delayed samantha bruff bbc three counties radio
3: thank you very much sammy limp bands are coming in scott says of course and we've got to be careful because this is the favorite band of one of our listeners the limpest band of all is bread who was it who liked bread um who was it kelly who liked bread Hmm. It was. Um, can't remember his name. Oh,
4: Olympus listener, by the sounds no, of it. No,
3: it was, um, and it was a real surprise to everyone. Um um The guy thinks it's all right to do seventy miles an hour on the A five. Oh, uh,
9: Leslie, yes, Leslie, Leslie, Leslie,
3: Leslie, <laughs> Leslie. They're dissing your favourite band on Twitter, mate. Oh, no, three four five nine four double five five double five limp rock limp rock. it's Thursday the 24th of September. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A uh, Buckinghamshire fundraiser has apologised after using the image of the uh, dead Syrian boy on a beach on leaflets to thousands of people. The councillor in charge of transport at Harts County Council has written an open letter complaining about poor train services on the Thameslink and Great Northern Lines. And George Osborne has used his visit to China to launch the bidding process for constructing the first phase of HS2 through Buckinghamshire, getting some good investment from some good old-fashioned Chinese businesses. Original British drama on BBC One.
4: I'm going to tell you a story of the doctor. On the run, no TARDIS, no friends.
10: What do you want? Clara Oswald. Save, alive, and return to me. To
11: save the universe You will be exterminated Doctor Who continues
10: Ah well go on then exterminate
7: away Saturday at 7.45 On BBC One and BBC One HD
10: This
1: is Ian Lee
7: On BBC Three Counties Radio
3: So so far Limp Rock uh, uh, what are they called? Six, six Penny now, How? <laughs> what? Si- si- what?
4: Sixpence none the richer.
3: Oh, Kiss I mean- Me. They covered the Lars. It linked, they, their next single after um, Kiss Me was a version of There She Goes by the Lars. Oh, there
4: was another single, was there? There
3: was another single, but they, they, they did the classic, the classic pop mistake, guys. They left the gap between single number one and single number two, and I've just remembered another really limp band. They left the gap too long it was too long a gap here's a band do you remember do you remember a band called oh man alive we'll, we'll, let, we'll dig out their version and in the fact we'll dig out in a second a band called the river city people yes and what was their song
4: California <laughs> Dreaming. and do you know how i know that yeah because in the very early days of karaoke when you still used records
10: oh what
4: yeah they used <laughs> records I got, I got, I got, I got. They did not use records for karaoke! Well, this guy did. Records? He had a record of, like, karaoke hits. Anyway.
3: Record, right. no, yeah. A record player? That's not karaoke! Well, this guy That's was... That's Sing Along A Max! <laughs> well, this guy was... That's Brett. not karaoke! Karaoke was invented by the Japanese, and they used uh, the laser disc technology. <laughs>
4: not in mid-Bedfordshire in the early 80s. A record 80s. player with
3: a needle? Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. You're having a laugh. He lass. had some instrumentals and he used to whack them on and give you the microphone.
3: Instra-completely mental by the sound <laughs> anyway, of it. Anyway,
4: so how I know about the River City people doing California Dreaming is because I won it.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> what, doing, still, ca- doing... Doing
4: karaoke. I think I might have sung that, in fact. You, you did that version? No, I did the Mamas and the Papas version. Hang on well, a you can't really do it on your own, can yeah, you? So City... yeah, I did the River City People. <laughs> okay,
3: hang on a second. Well, we have to we have to uh, investigate the River City People and then just... Can... They were Scousers. Well, I thought... Oh, no, it's oh, No, that no enough, that's but... not them. No, here, we go, here we go, here we go. Here we go, here we go. River City People, California Dreaming.
2: <laughs> How dare they?
8: Oh,
6: my God!
12: Go on, so you did it in a faux-American accent? <laughs>
4: <laughs> we've been singing it in choir.
3: Look at the state of those 90s boys. You're singing it in choir? Yeah, we've been singing
4: it in choir. This isn't choir. praising
3: God, this is praising... Um, it wasn't uh, a
4: God choir, it was a Saturday morning music right. school.
3: i got a limper version of that song.
4: There is, and there is a
3: limper version of that song and it's got the spookiest video of all time. Ladies and gentlemen, do you welcome to the stage singing California Dreaming, The Beach Boys? All the leaves are brown, oh, no. the and the sky Look at this, it's gray. the spookiest video. They're all ghosts in it. They're all ghosts.
4: Are the uh, M's and the P's in this as well?
3: Um, The, 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 the yeah. naughty um, P is in it, yes. <laughs> as is a, a B, the bird.
8: If I was That
3: man blanked me at an airport. That man was rude to me at an airport. There they are.
8: Ghosts.
3: Brian. Here we go. Get, get ready for the soulful vocals. Here we go. Oh, I miss you, Carl Wilson. I the miss only, you so, so much. So the
4: only reason why this is all based around a church
3: yeah. is because of that one line. <laughs> Honestly, the video is, is so spooky. They're all ghosts and there's a really, really annoyed-looking Brian Wilson, I guess, because he's been dragged away from a Coke party. I don't know. And he's furious. Furious about it. Uh, limp bands, please. 03459 455 555 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You must have come across one or two limp bands in your time, Just. Yeah, and limp people as well, to be fair. There yeah. we go. These are the limp, the limp ones we've got so far The River City hmm. People, Sixpence yes. None the Richer, Maroon Five, <laughs> The Bay City Rollers, yep. Nickelback, The Seekers, The New Seekers. What? How dare you? What what was the new... Now, I always confuse the Seekers with the New Seekers. Who were the ones that did I'd Like to Teach the World to Sing and Beg, Steal and Borrow? That was the new New one. That was the new one. Limp. Stereophonics (laughs) Stereophonics <laughs> and Travis. What? Yeah, well, yeah, well yeah. We're, we're, being, we're taking no prisoners today. Any prisoners will be Lighthouse executed Lighthouse family. Oh, oh my
4: goodness. I buddy, mean, they buddy. should fight Maroon 5 for the title of they, the owner. They, that uh,
3: as described by Mark Radcliffe on uh, uh, Radio 1 as uh, a band for people who don't like music, which is just some. 03459 555. Now. Uh, driver shortages have hit Thameslink you missed an H there. have hit Thameslink and Great Northern Line services yet again the cancellations are getting so frequent that Hertfordshire Head of Transport Councillor Derek Ashley has written a letter hmm, well what's that sorted Ooh. new operators Govia who took over the franchise a year ago admitted, that things on, uh, admitted on their website that things have to get worse before they get better uh, Justin, uh, Derek Ashley this councillor, what's he saying?
12: Yeah, I mean it's quite a long letter to be fair. He's talking mainly about the disruptions on the 20th of September. That was due to driver shortages. We've all been there sitting on a train and somebody says, sorry, the train's going to be delayed because we haven't got a driver. Very, very frustrating. Uh, In his letter, he says, as Hertfordshire County Council's cabinet member for transport and as a train user myself, I find the ongoing situation of cancellations across all GTR lines in the county completely unacceptable. As do many of our residents. He also says, over 60,000 people in Hertfordshire use these trains every single day as part of their daily commute into London, not to mention many train services that connect people to places throughout Hertfordshire. So in a nutshell with this letter, um, he's unhappy and he wants Govia to do more and to find some drivers, essentially. Kelly, do
3: you remember that day I was tricked into sitting around all day to interview the new boss of Govia? Do you remember that? I got stitched up a little bit and, was, was, and it turns out it wasn't even for this show and I was furious and had a row with a member of the team um, shortly after. He was acting like a plum. Um, he said he'd come on at, at, at any time that we wanted to. Well, let's put a phone call into him today and uh, say, but we're, we're calling back that favour, boss. Uh, what else is this councillor calling on Govia to do?
12: Well, in the open letter, he's calling on Govia Thameslink Railway to confirm how they intend to improve the current service levels for Hertfordshire residents and to confirm as well when it can be expected that the services run as they say so on the timetables, particularly at peak time. He's also saying as well, if they are going to, to cancel the trains or the trains are going to be delayed, passengers need to be better informed about this. He's saying that there's now a variety of means for them to do that um, he's saying services, if they are going to be delayed, people need to know about them and quickly as well, so they can maybe seek alternative routes.
3: Um, d-
12: d- John, forward a bit. What, what are
3: Govia saying?
12: Govia, um, they are saying uh, there were a substantial number of cancellations on the Thameslink route. Uh, this is what the councillor is going back to on the 20th, for which they would like to apologise. They also say it's a situation we're working hard to address with the biggest recruitment and training programme anywhere in the UK. They say that they've brought in 54 qualified drivers since January and there's over 140 more in training. So what they're saying is this is no overnight fix. It could get worse before it gets better, but they are trying to get as many trainers up to speed as they possibly can. Yeah. That, for commuters this morning, though, is not good enough.
3: Uh, well, they—they they, uh, thank you, Justin. They said that to me a, a year ago, and we're going to recruit more drivers. It takes about a year to recruit more drivers. Um, I wish we had the audio of that to play out. If only there had been some thought into this. Never mind.
7: for beds, hearts and bugs.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio
5: the A5 southbound in Pottersbury there's a lane closed because of an accident near the High Street just north of Old Stratford heading towards Milton Keynes. In Chisel Green on the North Orbiter Road is busy at the Shell Roundabout on Watford Road and also on the North Circular Road in Kneesden there is are delays between the M1 at the Staples Corner Flyover and Wembley. Looking at the motorways there's no delays so far and it's looking fine through the roadworks on the M1 there between Junction 12 for Flittig and 11 for Dunstable in both directions and on the train departure boards the 6.38 service from Luton to Brighton has been delayed. Samantha Breath, BBC Three Counties Radio.
7: Across beds, hearts and bugs.
1: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: It's 6.30. I'm Simon Oxley. A Buckinghamshire fundraiser has apologised after using the image of the dead Syrian boy on a beach on leaflets to thousands of people in Olney. Meanwhile, EU leaders have agreed to provide 1 billion euros to help Syrian refugees. Britain has pledged another £100 million. Pounds. The councillor in charge of transport at Harts County Council has written an open letter complaining about poor train services on the Thameslink and Great Northern lines. And George Osborne has used his visit to China to launch the bidding process for construction, the first phase of HS2 through Buckinghamshire. Three County Sports.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: Milton Keynes Dons are out of the League Cup after a 6 0 thrashing by Premier League Southampton at Stadium MK last night. Dons boss, Carl Robinson, felt they were simply outclassed. We all looked all over the place tonight. Okay, yeah, maybe once twice. Christian had, had a horrendous
13: 25 minutes. He couldn't get himself into the game, but that's a massive cold shot playing against our Premier League players. So we played with one or two players short and certain areas of the pitch and, and then all of a sudden you, you're one nil down and, and then all of a sudden you're chasing the game against one of the most offensive Premier League teams of so much pace and power and quality.
0: In last night's other third round matches, Liverpool needed penalties to beat League Two Carlisle after a one all draw at Anfield. Arsenal won 2 1 at Tottenham. Chelsea were 4 1 winners at Walsall. Wayne Rooney and Anthony Martial were among the scorers as Manchester United beat Ipswich 3 0. And Newcastle's problems continue as they lost 1 0 at home to Sheffield Wednesday. His manager, Steve McLaren. People say, well, it's,
14: uh, it's a crisis. And f- yeah, it's getting very, very close to and we have gotten out to very very tough games there's only fighters now who are going to get us out and that's starting from, from the top from myself uh, all the way down through the staff into the players fighters on saturday not victims
0: And at the Rugby World Cup, Scotland made a winning start, beating Japan 45-10. Australia also won their first match of the tournament, beating Fiji 28-13. And France beat Romania 38-11 to make it two wins out of two. Their next match is against Canada in Milton Keynes next Thursday. There's one match tonight as champions New Zealand take on Namibia at the Olympic Stadium. That kicks off at eight o'clock. BBC Three Counties News and Sport next full bulletin at but, seven
3: sorry simon i'm trying to be um, clever and instead what i'm doing is being absolutely uh, where's that now what's that oh it's the beatles it's The ending's good. Here we go, here we go. Fade out. It's weird, though, and it? it fades out, but it still ends. Bum I like that bung. song. It's Revolver Day, by the way, guys. It's, um, it was uh, 47 years ago today that Revolver was released. What are you doing? I'm um, celebrating uh, by dressing up as the psychedelic cover. And don't I look good? 03459 555. Tony's in Henley. Morning, Tony. Oh, good, morning. good uh, morning, How is Dunstable today, then? How is Dunstable? Dark. Dark and a little bit scary, bit intimidating, just a hint of a threat of potential violence. Apart from that, beautiful. <laughs> Where is that violence coming from? Well, it could be coming uh, from uh, within me. I mean, that kind of mood. I've lost my cat, Tony. I've lost oh my cat. Oh, no. Yeah, I've and lost my cat. It's worse than losing your cat. <laughs> no, there isn't. And um, uh, and all the, the people that have been snarky on Twitter, blocked. Go on, jog on. Even if you do think you work in radio, blocked. I lost my cat. <laughs> it's only it's early days and she's gone because of the dog. I, and I know that. And I'm just... Last night I felt so guilty. I was thinking I shouldn't have bought that flipping dog until the cat died. She's 16. I could have waited another year or two. And she's not, t- and yeah. I, was out, I was out, is there anything more sad, more pathetic, than and, and pathetic in the true sense of the word, uh, uh, than a 42-year-old man stood in his garden, shaking a cat's bowl going, velvet, bells, and then walking oh, back oh, alone, so walking what back alone. You oh man, it was a depressing night, it was a depressing afternoon. Anyway, Tony, what have you got for us? Well, you remember yesterday, I uh, texted him a question. Um, was that about birds? You. That was about birds tickling e- the, each other with their own feathers. No, not that one. Ton of bricks <laughs> or a ton of feathers? No, Did it have anything no, to do not. with feathers? No, no, it didn't. But oh. they weigh the same, don't they? No, 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 no. Don't be silly? No, oh, they don't. No, of course. Well, hang on a minute. What's heavier, a brick or a feather? Uh, well, certainly a brick is. Right heavier. then, you multiply it up to a ton, and it's obviously it's still. Heavy. I would rather. What would you rather have fall on you, Tony? A ton of bricks or a ton of feathers? <laughs> Neither. Yeah, but if you had to have a choice, okay, you're strapped to a table on an island owned by a psychopath intent on taking over the world, <laughs> where he says "You will be, I will kill you with either the ton of bricks or the ton of feathers, but I'm a fair man, you can choose which you would like. I would okay. obviously go for the ton of feathers. It's lighter. Mm. Well, I think you're probably right, but which island have you got your eyes on, then? Well, I, I this I cannot reveal, I'm, I've got a bid in and I'm <laughs> waiting to see if it's accepted. Tony, would you get to the flipping point, please? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So remember, yesterday I texted him a question for you, oh. which uh, Catherine
15: very kindly, more or less, answered. But I wondered if oh. she could continue
3: on with her description. Tony's the guy. How and I you was... fit? Yeah. Yeah. How you fit uh, chords to a tune? Tony was the chords from a tune guy. He mm. wanted to know That's how right. do you know what chords go with the song. I still don't understand how you can't know the answer to this, Tony.
4: You play you an instrument, don't yeah? you?
3: Yes, I do, yeah. I
4: play the guitar. Well, a lot but, of it is about listening and finding what fits in your mind, isn't it?
3: So, oh, is that uh, it? Within, it's, okay, it's, it's part of it. You know what scales are, right? Yeah. So, you have scales. Yeah. So, within yeah. certain chords, certain mm-hmm. notes fit. Yeah. So, for example, yeah. I'm just it's long time since I've done this. So, uh, in a G chord, uh, you'll have um, a G, a C and a D. That's actually right. And there'll be a few other notes that can kind of go in there, right? But in a yeah. B chord, you wouldn't have a G, that would be no. Nuts or Captain Beefheart. Either way, uh, it wouldn't fit. It's just down to God. Is it? Oh, right, OK. I've got to become religious then. I uh... hope that's... What, what kind of uh, songs are you playing on the guitar, Tone? Oh, well, I particularly like... I mean, I was inspired by Hank Marvin, who you possibly remember. Yeah, of course I do. Hang on a second. I just need to add the shadows to yeah. limp rock bands. Thanks <laughs> very much for reminding me. Excellent. Oh, no, no, no. Hey, uh, Ian, rather yes.
4: than limp bands, what about least limp bands
3: you mean hard bands
4: yeah that's tomorrow's phoning.
3: <laughs> that is tomorrow's right, phoning, tony good. thank you that's another idea then. tony thank you very much indeed he's so he's full it's, of him isn't he he's good we, we'll, we'll get him on board so today it's limp bands tomorrow it's hard, hard bands band. tread carefully guys tread carefully for crying out loud oh three four five nine four double five five double five uh it seems the biggest news story in the world at the moment is also the dullest and it's weird because it's the biggest news story, right? And it affects millions of people, literally tens of millions of people. And I don't know anybody that's bothered about it. Is this
4: the Volkswagen yeah.
3: thing? Yeah. So Volkswagen, and boy oh boy, isn't it ridiculous? Come on, guys, it's, it's Volkswagen. Oh, you've so uh, Volkswagen. The head of Volkswagen has stepped. No, no, no <laughs> with the head of what? There's no such company, unless you're German. If you're German, Volkswagen.
4: Well, actually, it's with an F, Volkswagen.
3: Volkswagen. But if uh, 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 if you're if you're anything other than uh, Alfred dame Deutsch, it's Volkswagen. You don't go. Yeah, I'm thinking of getting a car. Maybe an Audi, maybe a Volkswagen. You go, it's Volkswagen. I'm but sure Audi's probably Audi. Audi. It's the same company, isn't it? Oh, is it's it? the same company. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all the same. It's the same. Hey guys, here's a tip. Audis are the same inside as Volkswagens, but they're about ten grand more expensive. Good <laughs> luck with that, suckers. So the biggest story is that Volkswagen. Um, they've got, they've put a little thing in their, their little computer game in their um, cars that means that we don't actually know what the emissions are, right? And the guys have stepped down and the stocks have plummeted. But everyone's going, yeah. Does it? Does the car still work? Yeah. Beautiful. I'll have some of that.
4: There was a bloke on telly the other day from this organisation called, and it was something like S- the sorry we breached your trust, trust or something. Wow. That's yeah, it was. It was something like that. Those going, guys.
3: Those guys broke my heart once.
4: Oh. Yeah. Well, they do. Yeah. Um, so he was talking to someone on, he was on the news channel and he was he went completely unchallenged. And he went, well, of course, millions of people die early because of pollution. Sorry?
3: I was like, uh, what one? Well, all, well, hang on a second. And the if, woman
4: went, yeah, yeah,
5: if yeah, Al Fair Gore, enough. If
3: Al Gore has his way, we will all die early because of pollution. Hmm. Remember, remember, the 5th of November, gunpowder, treason and plot. What's the second verse to that? Because there's a second verse to it.
6: So, it Rem- was something
4: about something never be forgot.
3: Remember Somebody re-
4: something? Dumped did Dump should never be
6: forgotten.
3: Remember, remember, I'm gonna. I do you know? I'm gonna take a punt. I'm gonna take a punt. Go on, Kelly. What's the second verse to the uh, Guy Fawkes okay. poem?
10: Bye.
3: Well, that Bye. punt didn't pay off, did no. it? I'm gonna try. Let's do it again. What's the second verse to the Guy Fawkes poem? What's the first thought, verse? Remember,
4: remember that one.
5: The fifth yeah. yeah, of November. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Okay. What's okay? What's Be there?
4: careful!
3: What? No, hang on. This is with firework, with and fireworks. fine. don't return to a lit one. God. Oh, I'd love a lit one right now. It's just what we need. Go on. Um, re-
4: I, didn't even, I didn't even know there was. I thought there was just that. Well, you sentence. don't even know that bit. She remembered the fifth of November. What more do you
2: want? Exactly. But why?
3: Oh, flipping it! I'm gonna play a really good Beach Boys song in a minute. Um, re- okay, so we need. This is the the the, the mission today, guys. Um limp bands and also the second verse of Remember. Just do it. Do, do it again.
5: Remember. Remember the 5th of November. It is the 5th, right?
3: That was Limp. That wasn't the song I was expecting. Limp Rock, the early Beach Boys.
4: Considering the message was strong, we <laughs> don't back down.
3: Listen, you're right, you're right to pick up the first line of that song. Listen to the first line of this song. I'd never noticed this. Here we go. The
8: girls dig the way the guys get all wiped out. With their feet in the air, you can hear them shout What
3: are they doing that for? Well, they're right. not afraid, their the feet are in the air, they're not afraid. What the hell is going on in the 1960s? What the hell are those guys up to on that beach? Oi, stop doing that on the beach! Both feet on the floor, please. Uh, (laughs) Does my car... Have I got to send my car? Oh, no, I've just bought a new Volkswagen. Have I got to send it back? No? Huh? No? Does it still work? Yeah? Ah, forget it then.
7: Travel news for beds, cards and bugs.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio slow on the M1 southbound between
5: Junction 12 for Flittick and 11 for Dunstable where the roadworks are and it's being reported that the wet weather is adding to those delays. And also towards London between Junction 9 for Redbourne and 7 for Hem- Hemel-Hempstead it's looking busy on the speed sensors. In Bricketwood on the North Orbital Road it's slow at the M25 Junction 21A roundabout and in Loudwater on the A40 there's roadworks at Dearham's Lane so that could cause some delays. The A5 southbound in Pottersbury has a lane closed near the High Street near Old Stratford because of an accident so it's causing delays heading towards Milton. And Keens. Smart the Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio.
3: Thank you, Sammy. <laughs> 6.45. Thursday the 24th of September, I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A Buckinghamshire fundraiser has apologised after using the image of the dead Syrian boy on a beach on leaflets to thousands of people in Olney. The councillor in charge of transport at Harts County Council has criticised train services on the Thameslink and Great Northern Lines, and George Osborne has used his visit to China to launch the bidding process for constructing the first phase of HS2 through Buckinghamshire. (coughs) The problem with launching a bidding process for the first phase of HS2 through Buckinghamshire in China is... (coughs) A few hours after you've launched... The bidding process for constructing the first phase of HS2 through Buckinghamshire. You want to do it again. Thank you very much. Thank you very much indeed. Let's get the weather.
1: Beds, hearts and bucks weather.
7: BBC Three Counties
3: Radio.
16: Hello, very good morning to you. We've got some outbreaks of rain this morning. The heaviest of it won't last for too long, maybe sort of ten or fifteen minutes of it, and then um, and then afterwards it's just going to be a bit grey and damp just for a short while before things definitely brighten up as we head into uh, into the late morning and the afternoon. So gradually improving picture, and it will turn into a nice bright sunny day. Really, um, just let this weather front clear first. So a bit of a wet start, yes, and then um, and then brightening up nicely. The odd isolated shower around this afternoon, uh, but some good spells of sun. Sunshine around 2 and top temperatures of around 17 or 18 degrees Celsius. It is a fairly mild start to the day. It will feel a bit fresher behind this weather front, um, but uh, by the time we get to the afternoon, in the best of the sunshine, we'll be up to around 16 or 17 degrees Celsius. Again, that's 63 in Fahrenheit. Now, as we head through into this evening and overnight, it will stay dry. Lots of clear skies around. Temperatures readily dropping into single figures, even in some of the towns, actually. Lows of around 8 or 9 degrees in the town. So a bit lower than that in the rural spots. Quite a chilly start to the day tomorrow possibly a few mist patches around as well. But Friday, Saturday, Sunday and the start of next week, we've got high-pressure building, basically, so it's looking dry. There'll be plenty of good spells of sunshine around, but some rather chilly nights and some misty mornings. That's the forecast here.
3: Cheers, my dears.
10: Just gave me the chance to I'd rather never see you ever again Than play along and pretend to be just friends But if my chance don't ever come Take my heart Take my heart say my heart
3: Um, That was the BBC Introducing Track of the Week. And Kelly ah, shame on you, Kelly Pets. because you played us a beautiful ballad yesterday by a young... Imagine this, 12-year-olds writing music. Not just writing... See the sun, sun. having Let me write that down. That's pretty good. What did I just sing? See the sun, having fun. What was the bit before the see the sun? No, no, no. No, 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 see the sun. No, 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 what? Having fun. fun. Having fun. I love that. Uh, Well, that's a new song. Uh, But it's a a song by a 12 year old. It was brilliant. And honestly, this is brilliant. This is genuinely brilliant, right? It was a 12 year old saying, Remember when I was seven? I was so alone. Then you bought me a scooter. Remember the scooter you bought me? And it went on. The next verse was, Remember when I was eight, I was so alone. I wanted a mobile phone, I still love my scooter. That was brilliant. It was was absolutely brilliant. And I thought you were playing that to me for the BBC Introducing track. That will be on Saturday's show, will it?
5: It won't be, but um, I'm sure that
4: she will join us in the future. Can we play it? She's got potential. Can we play it? Of course
3: you can. Dig it out. It's, it's flipping brilliant. I mean, it's a little bit, you know. When
4: would you
3: but like But she's 12. She's 12. She, it's brilliant. I mean, but I, I, when I was 12, I was. Um well, I was playing with my jet set, Willie.
4: <laughs> of wow. course, you know, when I was 12, I was in a very successful girl band called Wow. Wow.
3: I, 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 here's a fact. G- Catherine has turned down a million dollars for Wow to reunite. I, not a million dollars. I
4: don't know. I'm going to make an excuse. I'm not going to... Oh, You've not, you're not gonna, said no. I'm
3: going to lie. She's been, wow have been offered a chance to reunite and Catherine is, is una- unavailable that evening
5: oh, because nice. she doesn't want shame. to do it. I'd love to see those girls get back together.
3: I really... Anyway, let's find that song. Nothing. We'll have a bit of that later on because it's flipping brilliant. Who was that guy?
5: That guy was Arthur Walwyn. Arthur Walwyn? Yeah. Arthur Whirlwind. You would like his album, actually. Yeah? I don't know if I would. You would. No. It's called Sleepless. Is it like that? It's a, It's a
4: mixture of stuff. Okay, well then... Good luck with that, Arthur.
3: It's not my cup of tea. As someone and uh, Well done, Arthur. I'm an old fart. You don't care what I think. It's the young kids. Someone said to me uh, on Twitter yesterday, and I thought I came up with a really good answer, actually, and it summed up my life. Are there any new bands that you're into? And I replied, I'm an old band. I, an old man. I have all the bands I need. I don't need any more bands. I've got all the bands. I know, I know what bands I like. Most of the bands you like are before your time. Yeah, anyway, so... yeah, yeah, yeah just think in about five years time when all of my bands have died off be, think of all the money I'll save on concerts there'll be no one for me to go and see <laughs> the way no, you I like don't. your
4: bands is already done so there's no evolution they're not going to go in a different direction that you disapprove of because you know exactly where they end I up I
3: like my bands like I like my coffee, white and sweet no, black and strong no, no. no. Uh, anyway made but, by someone else That's oh, thank you very much indeed Angela Merkel, Angela Good morning. Good morning, mine here, Angela. When you hear um, uh, Angela Merkel b- pronouncing her name with a hard G, that must really, uh, that must really irritate you. Oh, I'm used to it now. Yeah, you're used to it. You're yeah. used to her hard G. Okay. Uh, what have you got for us, Ange? Well, you—I heard you
15: saying earlier. Remember the, remember the 5th of November.
3: That's that's absolutely correct. We said it, and we could not remember what the uh, the second verse of that was. Well, Kelly couldn't even remember the first verse.
17: <laughs> I, I'm I'm not sure, but I think it
4: might be yeah. uh,... gunpowder, treason, and plot.
3: Yes. Yeah, we got that bit. That's the first, that's, that's, we're still on the first verse there. No, now we
4: want the bit that goes should never be forgot that we forgot. the 5th of November,
18: gunpowder, treason, and plot. Yeah, we got that bit. I like what
3: you're doing. You're doing what you're doing. What I do. you're taking <inaudible> the run up, thinking if I take the run up. It's just gonna come and it doesn't come, does it?
6: Mm, remember, no.
3: remember, the 5th of November, and treason and plots. never be forgotten. But we forgot. We've forgotten. Oh,
15: good grief.
3: Angela, it's a good effort. Thank you very much indeed. I say good, it's incorrect. I'm tempted to play a song by the Kinks that you've probably never heard that's good. Do
4: you know me to tell the story about the short zip?
3: Yeah, go on, tell the story about the short zip, but keep it short.
4: Well, it's a local man that's complained about oh, it. Oh,
3: local, vocal!
4: Marks and Spencers have changed the recipe for their Chino trousers... What
3: the heck? ...to involve
4: a shorter zip. Eey. And this chap, Simon Astley, spotted the problem when he bought a Simon new... Simon thir- Astley? Yeah.
3: Cute Astley. He bought thanks. a new £30 <laughs> <laughs> pound pair. That's what people say to me. Cute Astley, thanks.
4: <laughs> the 63-year-old who shopped at the store for decades...
3: He must be tired they must be tired thank you
4: compared his trousers to his old ones he says it's uh, the bottom of the zip finished one inch higher than previously to be precise the crotch to zip measurement was two inches for years and now it's three right and this is what Here he come says the kinks. Oh. he's got to go up and over and he's not happy about it go on go on what up he's... and over what
3: oh no hey this song is from the film percy so it fits in quite nice.
8: I know
3: kink songs, hidden away on the soundtrack to Percy what's Percy? It's a film about Hal Bennett was he shoestring? No he wasn't shoestring having a penis transplant I've just shown Catherine some of the stills from that film it really is a stinker but man what a song
7: travel news for beds, cards, and bugs
1: BBC Three Counties Radio
5: on the M1 southbound between Junction 10 for Flittig and 11 for Dunstable where the roadworks are but Webby called cool to say that the wet weather is also adding to the delays. On the M1 towards London it's slow from Junction 9 for Redbourne to 7 for Hempstead as well and the M25 is busy between Junction 17 for Maple Cross anti-clockwise to 15 for the M4. On the A1 it's slow southbound from the Holiday Inn towards the Stirling Corner and the A5 southbound in Pottersbury has a lane closed towards Milton Keynes just north of the Old Stratford High Street. Samantha Brough, BBC, Three Counties, Radio.
3: sammy thank you very much she's good sammy you notice when the the, the music changes i press the button she winds up you, that that is professionalism won't get much more of that here
1: local and vocal across beds hearts and bucks
7: this is bbc three counties radio
0: It's seven o'clock, I'm Simon Oxley. The headlines, Buckinghamshire fundraiser apologises for using picture of dead Syrian boy. Hart's councillor criticises commuter train services and Milton Keynes-Dons hit for six.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: A Buckinghamshire fundraiser has apologised after using the image of the dead Syrian boy on a beach on leaflets to thousands of people. John Van Weenen was trying to encourage people in Olney to donate clothes to send to the migrants at Calais and says with hindsight he wouldn't have used the picture... More from Jessica Cooper.
2: John Van Weenen hand-delivered the leaflets to more than 3,000 homes in the town, encouraging people to pack a box of supplies to help migrants gathering at Calais. But people started questioning why that picture of Alan Kurdi had been used with one person writing on Facebook saying they were horrified and they would have helped anyway, even if they hadn't seen the image, although some seemed surprised that the leaflet had caused offence.
0: Meanwhile, European Union leaders who've been meeting at an emergency summit in Brussels have agreed to provide 1 billion euros to help Syrian refugees. Britain has pledged another £100 million to help the estimated 4 million refugees in countries bordering Syria. The councillor in charge of transport at Hertfordshire County Council has written an open letter complaining about poor train services on the Thameslink and Great Northern lines. Derek Ashley says passengers have experienced further cancelled trains due to driver shortages. More from Tony Fisher. Mr Ashley says on Sunday there were major cancellations for which new operators Govia Thameslink have apologised. He says there are also cancellations during the week and if they don't have sufficient staff, they should just run a reduced timetable. Govia Thameslink, which took over a year ago, say they're in the process of recruiting and training drivers but it's not an overnight fix. George Osborne has used his visit to China to launch the bidding process for constructing the UK's proposed high-speed two-rail line. The Chancellor has urged Chinese firms to pitch for almost £12 billion worth of contracts for the first phase through Buckinghamshire, despite the fact the HS2 bill is still going through Parliament, as the BBC's Adam Parsons explains. At uh, the
19: moment the Labour Party and the Conservative Party both support HS2 so, that, so it is at the moment very likely uh, to go through despite the fact that clearly there's there's plenty of opposition to HS2 by people who either live along the proposed uh, route or those who think that it is simply too
0: expensive. Police in Luton say staff at a post office in the town have been left traumatised by yesterday morning's armed robbery. A man armed with a handgun robbed the post office in Calverton Road at around 7.30. He's described as black, of media build, ..wearing dark clothing with a high-visibility jacket. He left in the direction of Lamorna Close. In sport, Milton keynes are out of the League Cup after a thrashing by Premier League Southampton at Stadium MK last night. Davis through for Long. Long's onside. Chance to make it six. And Long gets his second goal. Southampton get their six. It's an utter
3: demolition of Milton keynes It's Milton Keynes-Dons nil, Southampton six.
0: The weather, cloud and rain clearing this morning to leave sunshine and showers this afternoon. A maximum temperature 17 degrees Celsius. And you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. And uh, that ends the professionalism
3: until, um, well, 7.30 when Simon comes back in. Thank you, Simon. Morning, Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Lots to talk about this morning. Tomorrow, tomorrow, guys, please stop texting these in. Tomorrow we're doing hard bands. Today we're doing limp rock. So far, this is a list of the limpest bands known to mankind. The Shadows, The Lighthouse Family. Oh, I've got another great phone in as well. River City People, Sixpence None the Richer. Bay City Rollers, Nickelback, The Seekers, The New Seekers, The Not-So-New Seekers, The Stereophonics, Travis, and the King of Limp Bands, Maroon Five. We can also do um, bands and artistes that you can short, you shorten the name of. So the Shads, the Shadows are the Shads. Um, can't think of um, it. one. One D. One D. Maka. Mm-hmm.
4: They were never the beats though, were they?
3: They were never, they were never, they were never the beats. Never the
7: beats. Across
4: beds, Never hearts the beats. And bucks.
7: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
3: And also for crying out loud, verse 2. Remember, remember the 5th of November, gunpowder, treason and plot. diddly, diddle diddle did. Never be forgot. But we've forgotten. And do we are there any other what are there any other failures? That we that we're celebrating because Guy Fawkes was a failure. I well, no, kind of success ce- for the king. We're, yeah, we're, we're celebrating the fact that, that we're but we're celebrating Guy Fawkes's failure. Yeah. Are there any other failures that we um we make dolls out? I do miss Penny for the Guy. I don't like looking back fondly. I think the world now is generally significantly better than in 1977 when you know. When I, but I, I do miss. Yeah. Penny for the Guy. And I do I, I see what I miss.
4: What, children um, trundling around effigies of Catholics. Yeah,
3: I, I miss, right, kids using their dad's jacket and trousers and shirts without permission and stuffing newspaper in them and pushing them around in the wheelbarrow going, Penny for the Guy. I also miss kids dressing up as Guy but pretending to be dummies. I miss that. Penny yeah. for the Guy, that. I miss that. Yeah. We don't have that That's anymore. It's a shame, isn't it? It's good. And do you know why we don't have it anymore?
4: Political correctness nope. gone uh, nope. wild.
3: No, nope. America.
4: Because America don't do it?
3: No. Nope. Because oh, of Halloween? Thank you. Right. Because of Halloween. So the American Halloween. Well, actually, I think you'll find that Halloween is a Scottish tradition that started in 1636 uh, and then it made its way to England and then America... Yeah, I know! I'm Hain.
4: cleverer than you! Sam Hain, isn't it?
3: Exactly. Is he, he's doing the new Bond thing isn't he? very good. Um, So, uh, but uh, but uh, Halloween is, is an American thing, you know, in recent history, and because of that, it's crushed our guy Fawkes. It's, it's crushed, awful, no, isn't it? No, yeah. no. Yeah. I. When when was the last time you saw an advert telling you not to pick up a sparkler the next day? Exactly. Kids these days have got no ideas. Oh three four five nine four double five five double five. So, limp bands, artists we can shorten, and uh, which other failures do we celebrate? Eddie the Eagle Edwards. Mm. A Buckinghamshire fundraiser has apologised for using the now infamous image of Syrian toddler Aylan Curdie uh, on leaflets asking for donations for Calais. John Van Weenen has had a number of complaints from people upset at being confronted by the hard-hitting image. John joins us now. Morning, John. Morning. Anne. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks. What were you thinking? What, was that? what am I thinking now? What the,
17: after the complaint?
3: Well, what were you thinking at the time? Why did you? Was this, was this picture of uh, Aylan Curdie? Was it on? What was it on the front of the leaflet? Where was it?
17: It was a small picture on the front of the leaflet, and I thought it was a um, a good picture to put on there. The one that had been all around the world; everyone had seen it.
3: No, they hadn't. That's not true. Mo-
17: most people have seen well, it. Well,
3: again, I don't. I don't know if that's true. I did everything I could to avoid seeing that picture.
17: Everyone had seen that picture, as far as it had been on every newspaper, every news channel, in every newspaper, but, every television. But it, that channel. doesn't
3: mean everyone had seen it, John. And to and to, to push it through someone's front door. He's, he's, you must have realised that was a little, bit, um, a little bit sneaky to do that.
17: Well, I think you're using the wrong word there, Ian. What word should I be using, John? I think it was, um, with hindsight, I would have probably used a different picture, one a little less dramatic. But I thought at the time it was the right picture. If you look at charities generally and they um, need to attract revenue or whatever... They use dramatic pictures. All yeah, very people. rarely do
3: they use a, dead, a picture of a dead three-year-old. Well, that picture's been around the world. No, John, but you keep saying, saying that. that. You keep saying yeah, that. I'm but sorry. we, 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 we did, some people did their best, me included. I did my best to avoid it. And I, I, I unfollowed everyone on Twitter after it was retweeted and I was forced to see it. Uh, but, but but people don't want that pushed through their, their, their letterbox, do they? There's, it's one thing well, it being in the front of a, of a petrol forecourt, and again, I thought that was unfair, but to push it through someone's letterbox, you must have thought, John, this is actually going a little bit too far. It's, I mean, you, you had no, good I intention, didn't, but... No, um, I didn't, No. Wow. Wow. Well,
17: there you are. You've got nothing to say, because I didn't think it was... Uh,
3: too dramatic at the I've time. got a few things to say, because John, but I'm biting, I'm biting 70, my tongue to 70, be polite. <laughs>
17: well, 70 people have gone onto Facebook and they've had a chat.
3: Now, the interesting thing
17: is that um, when I saw it, I'm not on Facebook myself, but when I saw um, someone... Oh, you me should go on there. Thing. There's loads of
3: pictures of, uh, that are really unpleasant on there. You might like it.
17: <laughs> well, let's talk about the, thing, the issue, shall we?
3: I wish you well, would, John, yes.
17: Well, I'm, I am doing that. Um, when I saw what people were putting on Facebook, and it was only small, there were 70 people out of 3,300
3: doors that I put leaflets 70 people is still a lot of people to be upset. John, come oh. on, you must, John, John, come on. I would be furious. Imagine my, I've got a three-year-old boy, right? That boy that died, he's my boy, right? He's my mate's daughter. He's he's everyone's child, right? And I would be furious, furious, if someone posted that picture through my letterbox, because my three-year-old and my five-year-old, they like to go and collect the post. And I think, I'll be honest, John, I have been biting my tongue, I think it's pretty irresponsible to force that on people.
17: OK, well, you have your view. As I said, with hindsight, I would have probably used a less dramatic picture. Which one would you have but used? The one of him
3: that. being carried away by the copper?
17: I saw that as well. I, I wouldn't say that I would have used that one. I would have used another one
3: of refugees. Yeah, but exactly, exactly. And there's a significant difference let, let between... I will, I will, John, I will do in a second, but you have to, you have to accept, mate, that you, you did something that was wrong. Come on, that was inappropriate no, to, force that image, did, to force to force that majority. image on people.
17: The majority of people are very, very supportive of what we're doing. Yeah, well, that what
3: you're doing is great. Knows, what you're doing is great. You are trying to raise, uh, you're trying to get stuff for refugees. That's great. The way you did it, actually, is aggressive, is uh, unfair, and uh, is, I think that to, to post those images through people's letter boxes, I'll be honest, John, I think it's disgusting. Really? That's a very strong word. Yeah, uh, well, sorry, th- yeah, John, well, John, are you... John, you do, John, John, can you listen you for a second? Instead already of... D- John, if you already
17: done John, this, Ian, John, instead of coming... John, Facebook.
3: John, instead of coming back with your, your clever little uh, reposts and your bat-backs, why don't you address what's being said to you? I've just done that. No, you've not, you've just come back with a clever little line thinking that you'll get away with that. No, it? it's disgusting putting that image through people's letterboxes. Supposing a young kid have found it. Is that all right?
17: Well, if a child had found it, I agree now that it possibly was the wrong picture to put on. But at the time, I wanted to actually get people behind me and let people see what is going on in the real world. And it's true. That's what's happening.
3: Yeah, we know that's what's happening, John. We know that kiddies are drowning. We know that. We don't need to have the picture put through... Our letterbox. That's aggressive.
17: Right. Now, I suggest that you go on Facebook today. I haven't, because I'm not on it. Well, hang on a minute. So don't tell me to do to something that you haven't done was, yourself, buddy. I was telephone yesterday by people, and you'll find some very, very nice comments from m- a lot of the people who that actually made the original yeah. comments. John,
3: that's, that's great, but it doesn't address the fact that there are a lot of people that are upset by what you did, and you, you don't seem to accept that maybe, maybe... You might have done something wrong. With
17: hindsight, I say I may have used a different picture.
3: Gosh, that really but is I a convincing to apology to all those people.
17: I, <laughs> have I got the message across? Yes, I have. Yeah, got the message across oh, yeah, that you... It is going from strength to strength. I've got so many people behind mm. me here, it's unbelievable.
3: Yeah. Doesn't sound like an apology, if I'm honest, John. It sounds like you've got, you got your fingers burnt a little bit and, ah, I wish I hadn't got my fingers burnt. Doesn't no. sound like an apology.
17: Well, obviously, no one wants to do anything that upsets people. You don't sound that, that bothered. I, and that's the reason why I put the apology on there. To say to those people, on, on if it what? offended you,
3: I'm sorry. On put the picture, what, put the apology on the picture?
17: No, I put the apology on Facebook. You
3: said you hadn't been on Facebook?
17: I'm not on Facebook. So who put I the put, apology on? I asked Phonebox in Only to put it on there for me. What's the Facebook did?
3: page? Tell me the Facebook page to go to. Let's go and have a look. Facebook? I don't know. Oh, brilliant. You've really, you've really looked into these complaints, haven't you, John? You're really no, concerned I, about it. No, Do we know the I, page,
17: Catherine? No, just let me explain. I'm not on Facebook, but you will find it on Only Noticeboard, I believe. Is that, what, is that on Facebook? Yes. Apparently.
3: Uh, I can't, well, no, don't see it. Well, you find up.
17: it, Ian, if you keep looking. Oh, here You're we go, yeah. You're more familiar with it than I am.
3: Okay, well, I've got to join the group. So it's it's. Uh, I do well, what I don't get. And you'll find John. some lovely comments. Yeah, I bet there will be some lovely comments. But do you know what? I'm furious with you because if if that if my boy had found that you don't seem to be addressing the fact that some people may have been incredibly offended by that. Not. I don't need to see the picture of a dead three-year-old boy on a beach to know that there's a problem. And any charity worth its salt will be able to convey that message without using that picture. It's lazy, it's intimidating, it's bullying.
17: Well, they're your words, but in actual fact... They are my words, John. I just said them. Respond to it it.
3: instead of hitting back with silly little things that don't mean anything. You see, instead of
17: talking about the issue, which is these poor people are in trouble and we want to help them, yeah, you just no. want to talk about a picture.
3: Yeah, I want to talk about a really offensive flyer that you put through people's doors. We've spoken about the refugees. The refugee situation is a terrible situation. It's any awful. I' have
17: been offended, I have apologised publicly. What more no.
3: can I do? Well, you to say it like you mean it, mate. <laughs> do you know what I, I mean? I uh, looking back, looking back, I may have used a different picture. Well, oh, that's not a convincing apology. Well, I think I I think it's fair
17: because most people are okay with it, and you need to understand that, Ian. Why don't you talk about the people, the refugees? Because the John, migrants. I
3: have talked about the people several times, many many times. Okay, and I think what you did, honestly, if, if you'd have posted that through my letterbox, I would have been absolutely furious with you. I don't okay. want my boys seeing. I don't want my boys seeing that.
17: Well, that's your opinion. Then. No, no. It's not don't the w- opinion of everyone.
3: No, it's not, John. And, and, and you really sound as though you couldn't give a stuff about the people that you might have offended or the kids you might have upset.
17: No, those, if I have offended people, I'm sorry, and I have apologised to them. And that's that's it. I've apologised. What more can I do?
3: You could say it like you mean
17: it, John. Well, I do mean it, and I've said it.
3: OK, I, I'm not convinced, if I'm completely honest. I, I don't well, buy
17: your it. opinion. You're entitled to your opinion, Liam. John,
3: uh, OK. Well, thanks
17: you, thanks. Should, thanks. you should come and talk to people in the town and see what's going on here. Okay. Come and talk to wards who uh, have supported it. Come and talk to all the other people, to phone box magazine, to Souls. They, when you, they supported, the what have they supported,
3: John, the charity or, or the picture? Pardon? What have they supported, John, the charity or the, the picture or the, the flyer? They have
17: supported what we're doing, only aid in taking aid... No, 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 no. That's not what... John, that wasn't the question. That
3: wasn't the question. And I'm not in any way knocking taking the, uh, the, the stuff to the refugees. I'm assuming you've sorted it out with the people that are actually working on site. Yes, I have. Excellent. I'm asking, are they supporting the charity or are they supporting the aggressive, offensive marketing techniques that you're employing?
17: Well, I put one picture, and on, then you call him aggressive.
3: It's not just one picture. It's not just one pic. You you
17: just one you're using some very strong language. Don't
3: you think you're using pictures that could cause offence?
17: You might find that uh, through this interview, you're alienating a lot of your listeners.
3: Well, I, I've got a tech. I've got a tweet here from Rob. I hate these embarrassingly infantile bits. You're better than this, John. Is standing up to this idiocy well? There you are. You're then saying, Ian says, oh, outrageous, oh, 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 oh. you're putting that picture through doors. You know, I'm John, I talk about what I believe in, and what I believe in is what you did is disgusting. Yeah, the charity might be doing some great work, fantastic, well done, but it doesn't give you a free pass. It doesn't give you a get-out-of-jail card free. What you did was outrageous, and if you'd put that through my door, and my three-year-old or my five-year-old or me had picked that up, I'd be furious. Mm.
17: You're talking very infantile... Terms there. Why don't you ins- why don't you address what I've just
3: <laughs> said? Why don't you instead of doing your snidey little uh, laugh and your little ba- uh, bat backs? Why don't you address what I've just said?
17: You're a professional
3: Why don't you address the point? And you're really quite hostile. Why don't, why don't you address? You down? Why don't you address instead of patronising me, John? Why don't you address the point I just made? You. I'm just saying... One more time, sir. down and talk
17: about the issue? One
3: here. more time, sir. Why don't you address the point I just made?
17: I've addressed your point, Ian. And I've told you exactly what I've done. If it offended people, I've apologised. That's the best I can do. But I want to get aid collected and get it out there. I certainly don't want to upset people. And i put that right with a proper public apology. And I am sorry. What more can I say? Thanks for your time, John. All right. Thank you for your interview,
3: Ian. Don't go putting pictures like that through people's doors again, will you?
17: I certainly won't. uh, uh, I will think about, if I do that, I will think about it a lot more carefully in the
3: future. No, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't put pictures of dead kids through letterboxes, please. I'm begging you. (laughs) I'm it's actually, I'm idea. actually begging you. Not no, it's not a good you. idea, mate. Thank you for your advice. You're absolutely, you're welcome. That's a freebie. You can have it one for nothing. Travel news
7: for beds, cards and bugs.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio
5: the M1 is slow southbound from Junction 12 for Flitic to 11 for Dunstable through the roadworks and Webby reported that the wet weather is making it even slower adding to the usual delays through there. On the M1 between Junction 9 for Redbourne, southbound to 7 for Hamwell Hempstead, it's very busy and anti-clockwise on the M25, it's slow from Junction 21 for the M1 to 19 for Watford. On the M40, it's busy from Uxbridge heading towards the M25 and the A1 southbound has queues from Holiday Inn towards Mill Hill Circus and it's very busy through the Stirling Corner and the Apex Corner as well. Great Northern Trains are reporting delays into Morgate because of a signalling problem near Drayton Park Samantha Breath, BBC Three Counties Radio
3: Thank you Sammy <laughs> Listen, just because you're doing something for charity it doesn't give you a free pass to um, <laughs> to do what you want to do Okay? I really um... Boy, didn't he sound apologetic? A Buckinghamshire fundraiser has apologised after using the image of a dead three-year-old boy on a beach on leaflets that were posted to thousands of people in Olney. The councillor in charge of transport at Harts County Council has criticised train services on the Thameslink and Great Northern Lines, and George Osborne has used his visit to China to launch the bidding process for constructing the first phase of HS2 through Buckinghamshire.
1: This is Ian Lee
3: on BBC Three Counties Radio. <laughs> Let's put it out there. I, I, there's a nice mix on Twitter. I like that. So I'm saying I was, um, um, what, Rob calling me an idiot? Um, someone calling uh, that gentleman, um, a, a, a member. Um, I'm genuinely angry there because I is, I have to think, um, first of all, I don't like things being put through my letterbox anyway that don't, that have nothing to do with me. But I'm not one of those people that gets really angry about, um, Junk mail. Junk mail. Pick it up, put it in the bin. Pick it mm. up, put it in the bin. It's fine. Free paper, yeah, I'll have a look at that. Then I'll put it in the bin. It's fine. But I do think my boys, go. they like to, I'm sure your girls do, they like to go and collect the, the post. And if it's like the leaf about a car, oh, it's, it's for you. Yeah. And they get, oh, brilliant, got a letter. If my boys had picked that up, how do I explain that to my... I, I, I shouldn't have to explain that to a three-year-old. Shouldn't have to explain that to a three-year-old.
4: And listen, I get the argument that this is a horrible thing that's happening and we shouldn't turn our backs on on what's going on and we need to be... You know, it's all right for adults to be shocked by it. But... We've got a responsibility to our children. Too.
3: Responsibility to our kids, and also as soon as I knew that picture was out there, I, I try and I did see it because you retweeted it, Catherine. Yeah, I'm sorry no, about that. No, no, it's fine. And a couple of other people did, and it was like. But you
4: nah. only need to see it once for it to have the impact. Well, I didn't need, need to, to see it. I've it.
3: got a three-year-old boy. Do you know what? I imagine what he looks like dead sometimes because that's what parents, parents, we do is we we, we make the worst-case scenario. That's my boy in that picture. That's your little girl in that mm. picture. You know, that's all of our children in that picture. I don't need to see it. As soon as I knew it was out there. I thought I, I'm going to do my. I'm, I know I'm going to come across it at some point, but I'm going to do my best to uh, to avoid it. Not to bury my my head in the sand about the refugee crisis. And boy, oh boy, are there some snarky tweets and texts about whether they were. They, they, <laughs> I've, I've well, got one saying this. that he was
4: killed by his dad. He was killed
3: by his dad. Okay, nice one. Thank you very much indeed. Um, but uh, not because I'm burying my head in the sand in the refugee crisis. I didn't need that image to know that there was a refugee problem. That people that children were dying. I didn't need that image. The arrogance of that man. Well, if I did it again, I might think differently. Oh, man. Uh, let me throw it out there, because maybe, maybe, genuinely angry. That was a, that was a proper row there. That was slough. It was Ian Rugby there was having a, a slough <laughs> row. Uh, maybe you agree with that bloke. Maybe you agree that, yeah, putting that image through people's letterboxes is okay. five nine four double five five double five is the telephone number i would like your thoughts on that place i think it's um disgusting i think it's disgusting to put that through someone's letterbox to
4: put it into their house it's kind of symptom- symptomatic though isn't it of how much we share now and we think it's all right to share things like that mind you he said he's not into facebook so he's not even involved. Sue In that says f- your boys palavra.
3: didn't pick it up so where is your argument could have should have would have He has answered the question, he has apologised. Stop trying to look clever. You are, yourself look foolish. I don't care if I look foolish or not, mate. you He made a mistake, he apologised, didn't buy his apology. What more can he do? Just because you don't agree doesn't make it the crime of the century. Let him talk. You're meant to interview him, not talk over him. Well, the thing is, he wasn't answering the questions. He was coming back with snidey little back, uh, backhanders. Jackie Orney, can you ask John if he still has the poster up with the picture on it in his front window of his house in the high street on Olney? Gosh. So mixed um, mixed responses. That always makes me think I'm doing my job well when I get me. If everyone agrees with me, I don't think I'm doing my job properly. If everyone disagrees with me, I don't think I'm... If there's a nice equal balance, yeah, I'll have that. I'll have that. I'm doing my job properly. Okay, so 03459 45555. On a lighter note, Katie's in Leighton Buzzard. Good morning, Katie. Good morning, Good morning Ian. Yeah. Good morning, Katie. Um, Good. You, you know verse two. I do. Remember, remember, the 5th of November, gunpowder, treason and plot...
15: I see no reason why gunpowder season should ever be forgot.
3: Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Fantastic. I miss the whole bonfire night and the penny for the guy thing. It's quite, It's gone, hasn't it, Katie?
15: Ian, I'm 88 years old. It doesn't make any sense <laughs> to me. I can't see and I can't hear properly oh. and I can't walk properly.
3: Oh, blimey.
15: So, um... You know, when you get to my age, you don't care a damn.
3: Well, you must care about something, Katie. What do you care about? Children. Yeah.
15: Animals.
3: Oh, my little! You may, I don't know if you heard, Katie. My little cat's gone missing.
15: Oh dear. Is that, I,
3: oh.
15: I absolutely love animals.
3: Yeah. Have you got any pets?
15: Not now. Mm. I can't. I live in a middle floor flat. Ah, uh,
3: okay. I take
15: them for walks.
3: No. Uh. Get, get a get a get a hamster and put it in one of those balls. I'll get you and put you in a mm, ball, Katie, you little tease. Thank you, Katie. Have a nice day. 03459 four double five five double five is the telephone number. Uh, if you want to give us a call, 81333. Start your text 3CR. Here we go. Now, passengers travelling on Thameslink or Great Northern train lines through the three counties have experienced further train cancellations due to driver shortages. When new operators Govia took over the franchise a year ago, they admitted things have to get worse before they get better. Well, it's got to the point that the councillor in charge of transport at Hertfordshire County Council, Derek Ashley, has written an open letter. Uh, Derek joins me now. Uh, Derek, what does the letter say and what do you hope to achieve with that? Mm.
20: Well, can I say first of all that um, one of our roles is to represent the travelling public in Hertfordshire, and um, it, we we accept the fact that uh, Govia have got uh, staffing problems and uh, and fewer drivers than than is, than is required. What I'm what I'm actually saying is, when they took this franchise over about a year ago, and it was obvious they didn't have enough drivers to run a full service, they really should have introduced a temporary timetable, particularly at weekends, to actually run a service that they had enough staff for. Well, the problem really is the fact that uh, what, like- cancellations are all very well, but what the public wants is certainty. And uh, if we have a train service that's slightly less than advertised and is certain it's going to run, it's much better than advertising a service with these ad hoc cancellations.
3: Right. Back to the original question. What does the letter say and what are you hoping to achieve?
20: Sorry, the letter actually is, is, is actually drawing attention to the fact that these cancellations are still going on. And uh, I do make the point that uh, until such time as they've got uh, sufficient drivers, they should introduce a temporary timetable, particularly at the weekends, so that people have got certainty that trains will actually run and we're not faced with these ad hoc cancellations. There's a bit of a mend and make do operation at the moment. And we think that Govia should uh, be realistic and say, OK, until we've got sufficient drivers, we'll operate a a temporarily reduced timetable.
3: Do you think they're going to listen? Because they've had so many complaints that they don't seem to... uh, Are they going to listen to your letter?
20: Well, I'm not sure, but as I say, we're making the point on behalf of the travelling public in Hertfordshire, and hopefully they will consider it. Uh, it They make it quite clear on their website still there are going to be cancellations due to shortage of drivers, and though we're fairly late in the day, I'm just uh, drawing attention to the fact Mm. they really should have taken some action months ago to introduce a realistic timetable. Derek, stay there.
3: I will bring you back in the conversation, but we have to do one of those silly things where one person doesn't want to talk to the other person, I never understand this. It's so childish... So uh, I'm going to bring in Stuart Cheshire, Passenger Service Director for Thameslink, who doesn't want to talk to you, but will come back to you in, 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 in a minute. What's your response to that, Stuart? Uh, uh,
21: hello, here. good morning. Um, Stuart Cheshire from GTR. Um, I, 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 I'm not sure I agree with your previous comment. I'm quite happy to talk to the councillor. Brilliant. OK, they, okay. we,
3: just, we had a message from the press department that you didn't want to talk to him. That's brilliant. OK, well, he's, in, he's back in the conversation then, uh, Stuart. So w- okay. w- w- why, why is your train service so rubbish? Uh, Well,
21: I I think that uh, what what we need to do is contextualise that, Nick. I I think uh, when when we took over the franchise, uh, we were very aware that we didn't have enough train crew. That was a year ago, wasn't it? That was a year ago, absolutely. Now, now we recognise that, and we recognise we didn't have enough train crew to run the day-to-day service. Takes Uh, a year
3: to train uh, them, doesn't it? uh, It takes just over a year
21: to train them. Okay, so we should be pretty much up
3: to speed by now, shouldn't we? What's gone wrong? Well, we...
21: (laughs) Uh, let, let, let me just put that in context. Um, uh, d- d- first of all, uh, we had a bad Sunday last week, uh, and, and we're extremely sorry for that. Uh, and uh, that is a service that's substandard, uh, and, and Stuart, our and our passengers shouldn't have. That. It's not
3: just one day; it's constant. We're constantly getting texts and tweets saying that your service is pony. You've, you've been in, you've had it for a year. It takes a year to train these drivers. What's gone wrong?
21: Uh, nothing's gone wrong. we we're, we're, we're currently. Uh, seeing a trickle of new drivers uh, coming out of the system. You'll, you'll, you'll understand that we can't train them all at one time, uh, that they're going through in blocks of 12. Uh, so so we will see these drivers coming online uh, now. Uh, and uh, with a massive change that the £6.2 uh, billion pound Thameslink uh, programme is putting into our part of the network, which is, uh, which is years overdue, I might add, um, with a massive change that come with coming, we have to deal with that at the same time. That there's huge training pressures for our drivers, uh, there's huge, there's huge relearning pressures for our drivers, uh, and we do uh, need about 150 more drivers than we've currently got, and and we will see them materialise. When uh, there are going to be, uh, they're, they're coming onto the system now. Uh, and, when will and we not, have the 150
3: more. train drivers that you need? Uh,
21: we'll have uh, the, the the risk of cancellations will. Uh, vastly reduced by about Easter next year uh, and, and it will be on a, a decline it'll be on a decline between now and then um, I, I can't I can't accelerate, I can't accelerate When will you have the
3: 150 train drivers that you've just said you need?
21: Uh, by Easter next year uh, in, uh, but they will be gradually increased uh, in, in numbers, they'll be coming out of the system between now and then uh, and we'll be in a better position as as, as time goes forward um, but, but there are still training required. There's a massive change programme going on. We've seen it on the West Coast Mainline, we've seen it on East Coast Main Line. This is our time. The future is extremely bright. New, what, new railway, oh, new rolling please.
3: stock, massive capacity. So, uh, Councillor Ashley, you, 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 it'll be okay. fine by Easter next year.
20: Well, uh, this, this makes, makes the point, really. What, I mean, what I'm saying is, is that until they can run a guaranteed service, they really ought to be, look realistically, particularly at weekends where these cancellations take place, and say, OK, until Easter next year, we'll have an amended timetable, a slightly reduced service, but one we can actually guarantee so that people are not faced with these ad hoc cancellations. Stuart?
21: Yeah, I I take that point. And and I think that um, uh, we're in a position where uh, the the number of um, uh, services at risk vary, and it varies for a number of reasons. Uh, And we work right up until the very last minute uh, to put drivers in trains. So it's it's very difficult. I mean, we could we could work on uh, notification of trains that are being cancelled and don't you
3: owe it to the don't you owe it to your passengers to be able to provide them what you are telling them you're going to provide them? So they're paying for it. So if there's a chance that they're not going to get those trains, why don't you why don't you offer them a service that you know you can guarantee? It's not fair, Um, is it? It's not fair.
21: let me tell you the first question, and I agree with you entirely and, and and we should we should provide a reliable service to our passengers uh, and, and we 're working very hard to achieve that it, for all of the reasons i 've just spoken about what, what What we try and do is we have a, a whole team of people who work tirelessly right up until the very last second to get train crew in trains uh, and, and our, our, our drivers have been fantastic. Are we providing more trains in the current timetable that have ever been done before. They're going through huge train change and training programmes that they've never had to before, uh, and, and, and it's very challenging to I'm get there. I'm sure I'd jobs. heard
3: that you were going to have all the train drivers, or at least most of the train drivers you needed, by August this year. What happened there?
21: Um, I'm, I'm not sure where you heard that from.
3: Well, a lot uh, of the commuters have told us that.
21: Uh, well, uh, what, what, what I can tell you is... Uh, uh, we started the training program when we recognised that we were going to need more drivers. Uh, Which would I, I'm assuming
3: those. would have been I'm assuming would have been when you took over the gig. Uh,
21: it was September last year. Uh, September October we started to recruit those drivers. Very shortly after that we started to train them, and now we are seeing new drivers
3: come online. What about those people with season tickets? Do they get um, refunds?
21: Uh, d- d- there is a delay, a repay scheme um, that, that, uh, that 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 sees. So surely, if, if
3: you're—I don't know how much a season ticket is—but if, you, if you're paying, it's, it's quite a lot of money. If you're paying a significant amount of money, and you're not really getting the service that you're paying for. You you, you owe them, you owe them a refund, don't you? How, do, how would they go about getting that refund?
21: Well, I, I think it's it, it's um, worthy of note here that the the the, the, the go Via franchise um, is not um, set up. Like uh, traditional franchises have been set up in the past, and uh, we don't take ticket revenue. Ticket revenue goes straight to the DS. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, the,
3: the, the thing, thing is, the, the people, yeah, the people that are using the trains, they don't care where the money goes. They're paying four grand a year um, for for uh, an annual pass. They're not getting what they they've paid for. So they want they they deserve surely some money back, don't they?
21: Uh, they deserve a reliable service uh, and that's what we're working very hard to no no no,
3: to no, no 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 but they 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 they've already had a year of an unreliable service we're talking about what october november december january february march april another 7 months of an unreliable service so they need they should get a few quid back obviously I mean, it's obvious isn't it
21: uh, what they are what they are getting is a service that's going to get better over time no no
3: no uh, no, no 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 i <laughs> uh, we're here till 9 i've got all morning i and i will pursue this question <laughs> They have had a shoddy service, worse than shoddy, for a year that you've been in control. They've got another seven months of um, not a very good service. It's obvious they deserve some money back if they spent four four grand on an annual pass, don't they?
21: Okay, let's be clear. The, The... I've made the point that we're trying to improve things. The, the,
3: no, the I, revenue... No, please answer the question. The I, money, the to. four grand that they pay a year, they des- And that's not even including the people that just buy a ticket on a day and don't get their train. That, that's a whole different skillet of fish. They deserve some money back or a reduction in their annual fee, don't they? Uh, l- let me ask you a question. Please do. The, uh, OK. Um, the... the- the, the ticket in
21: prices and the and the refunds for t- for tickets and the compensation repayment scheme is outside of
3: the franchise's gift oh so you don't but get any of the do... money for the tickets that's correct so how do you make your money then sorry well how do you make your money uh we we have a
21: uh we we, we are uh paid a set fee to deliver a set of outputs
3: yeah but you're not delivering <laughs> you're not delivering that set of outputs, so you need to refund the so you don't make any of the money from the train tickets correct. Wow, so so you literally you don't give a stuff about the people that are paying four grand a year. Wow. That, that, that's that,
20: that, that's, that, that's not that's a, a very literal translation of what I just said. Very here, literal just,
3: translation. Derek, your thoughts uh, on that before
20: we finish this? Well, I think um, uh, we're skating around the problem here, and I, I make the point again. And I think it was illustrated in that last exchange that um, we we've we got an ad hoc arrangement here, which isn't very satisfactory. If there are not enough crew to run the advertised train service, then actually put in a train service that you have enough crew for. And particularly, I think, at the weekends. And people will understand that. If, if you've got only three trains an hour rather than four trains an hour during a Sunday or a Saturday or whatever, at least if they're guaranteed to run, that will be, give some certainty to the public. But where you've got a situation where you're trying desperately at the very last minute um, to find crew and then having to cancel at the last minute, that's the problem. It's the uncertainty. And I would urge Gov to think again over the next few months to say, look, we, can't, we still haven't got enough drivers. Mm. Let's amend the timetable so we can guarantee the service.
3: Derek, we have to end it there. As Councillor Derek Ashley. The other gentleman was Stuart Cheshire, Passenger Service Director for Thameslink. It's BBC Three Counties Radio. We're a little bit late. Thank you for waiting, Simon. Let's get the news. Across beds, hearts and bugs.
7: This
1: is BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: The headlines A Buckinghamshire fundraiser has apologised for using an image of a dead Syrian boy on a beach on leaflets to thousands of people. John Van Weenen was trying to encourage people in Olney to donate clothes to send to the migrants at Calais and says with hindsight he wouldn't have put that particular picture through letterboxes in the town. The councillor in charge of transport at Harts County Council has criticised train services on the Thameslink and Great Northern lines. Train operator Govia say they will have enough drivers in place by Easter next year. And George Osborne has used his visit to China to launch the bidding process for constructing the first phase of HS2 through Buckinghamshire. Three Counties Sports,
1: BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: Milton Keynes Dons are out of the League Cup after a 6 0 thrashing by Premier League Southampton at Stadium MK last night. Dons boss Cole Robinson felt they were simply outclassed. We all looked all over the place tonight. OK, yeah, maybe once, twice. Christian had, had
13: a horrendous 25 minutes He couldn't get himself into the game. But that's a massive cold shot playing against the, our Premier League players. So we played with one or two players short and certain areas of the pitch and, and then all of a sudden you, you're 1-0 down and, and then all of a sudden you're chasing the game against one of the most offensive Premier
0: League teams I Have so much pace and power and quality. In last night's other third round matches, Liverpool needed penalties to beat League Two side Carlisle after a one all draw at Anfield. Arsenal won 2 1 at Tottenham. Chelsea were 4 1 winners at Walsall. Wayne Rooney and Anthony Martial were among the scorers as Manchester United beat Ipswich 3 0. And Newcastle's problems continue as they lost 1 0 at home to Sheffield Wednesday. His manager, Steve McLaren. People say, well,
14: it's, uh, it's a crisis. And f- yeah, it's getting very, very close to. And we have gotten out to very, very tough games. There's only fighters now who are going to get us out. And that's starting from from the top, from myself, uh, all the way down through the staff into the players. Fighters on the Saturday not victims.
0: And at the Rugby World Cup Scotland made a winning start beating Japan 45-10 Australia also won their first match of the tournament beating Fiji 28-13 France beat Romania 38-11 to make it two wins out of two their next match is against Canada in Milton Keynes next Thursday and there's one match tonight Champions New Zealand taking on Namibia at the Olympic Stadium BBC Three Counties News and Sport the next full bulletin at 8 Simon I'm so
3: sorry for keeping you waiting and you are right I'm sure you're another fight in the car park Um, um,
0: I'll be ready next Easter.
3: <laughs> oh man alive! We need something to cheer us up. Hang on a second this will uh, let me play let me find a little um, something ah this 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 will do the trick. Hang on here we go. is Yeah the alphabet of nations. The alphabet of nations. The alphabet
8: of nations. The alphabet of nations. Bulgaria, Cambodia, Dominica, Egypt, France, the Gambia, Hungary, Iran, Japan, Kazakhstan, Libya, and Mongolia, Norway, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Russia, Suriname, Turkey, Uruguay, Vietnam, West Silophone, Yemen, Zimbabwe. Bulgaria, Cambodia, Dominica, Egypt, France, the Gambia, Hungary, Iran, Japan, Kazakhstan, Libya and Mongolia. Norway, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Russia, Suriname,
3: Turkey, Uruguay, Vietnam, West Silophone, Yemen, Zimbabwe. I used to have, when I worked at another radio station, it was my favourite caller, I met him recently, um, I used to have this caller who'd phone <laughs> it's going to be so hard to describe and it won't sound funny right this is when I was doing a late night show oh a late night show and he would phone up and he'd say well, it was still a silly show so he'd say yeah I want to talk about um, bands with, uh, the, where the drummer is the lead singer and he'd t- <laughs> whatever it was we were talking about whatever rubbish we were trotting out and he'd do it and then he'd say oh one more thing before I go and I never knew it was him. I, every time I got sucked in, I went, oh, yeah, go on. He went, and then he started doing, like, um, African singing. Oh, <laughs> And then And then he had, like, friends with him that would join in and harmonise. And, I, and he, fair play, he could keep it going for two or three minutes. And wow. I would just turn the mics off and wet myself. He's, oh, it was wonderful. And I met this guy at something um, a couple of months ago. And he went, oh, I used to phone you. And I always get filled with dread when someone says that. Because I'm either thinking I was rude to them or it was a really significant moment in their life and I'm not going to remember it, you know, and it's going to look rude. He went, yeah, you, you may not remember it. I was the guy that used to do the African singing. I went, oh, yes! One of my all-time favourite calls.
4: So he was a one-man Ladysmith Black Van Muzzle. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, it was
3: brilliant. Marion says, um, I can't listen to you right now. You run the train service and see if you can do any better. Well, I... I, I don't work in train go via? Anyone ever heard it called go via no. before? It's Govia. Man, he doesn't even know how to say it. Potato, potato. I can't run Still the don't work. Marin, I don't have the qualifications. Neither do they by the looks of things. I'm here all week. Thanks very much. <laughs> what I would do though, um <laughs> What I would do though is I would put out an advert saying, "We need 150 train drivers. Anyone interested?" Uh here's another text. Typical BBC. You're partly responsible for accidents when you encourage a stampede into Europe by economic migrants. #Hashtag guilty. Oh gosh! A
4: #Hashtag on a text. That's what, useful. Uh, what an
3: angry, what an angry <laughs> um, show we've had this morning. Partly about the trains. You want Crikey. to call about the trains? You're more than welcome to. They'll be fine by. They'll they'll be better by next Easter. Or the picture. We spoke to the gentleman um, who had, um, uh, was doing a charity thing. Not knocking the charity. We've spoken about the charity. About charities involved with refugees and migrants, John Van Wienen. but he was posting flyers through. I had a picture of a dead three-year-old child on the front, and I got genuinely very, very angry. Was I right to get angry, or was the guy right to do it? James is on the line. Morning, James. Good morning, Ian. How ja- are you? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm angry this morning. It turns out. Well,
22: I noticed out. you're angry, but I've got to say, look, it's a controversial subject. Go on. We all agree on that. Yes. Okay. Now, you gave the guy quite a hard time. Yep. Okay. Now, at the end of the day, what you've got to realise is that there were pictures of dead children all over the front page of the Times... What, it's today? been on Sky News on where today. You can quite easily watch it. Well, let me finish here, please. Well, well are you walking? The Times newspaper
3: is because you thousands
22: of doors.
3: But people have made it? the choice. People have no, 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 no. your argument is instantly, no. your argumently instantly dissolves because, dissolves. Right. because people Go have made me- people. Thank you. People have made the choice to have the Times newspaper put but through. They don't
22: print it, do they, sir?
3: I don't know why. (laughs) Sorry, have we gone back to the 1800s? Oh no, you're trying. You think that by saying that you're beating me in an argument. You're not. People uh, have. Very good. Sorry? Sorry, No, carry on. No, what did you say? I missed what. I'm telling you. I missed what you said. Go back, go back, buddy. You've changed the whole thing now. What did you just say?
22: No, I mean, no, let's not... Don't what, did, what did let's you just... No, on. no, no, you changed you it. What did you just say?
3: Your... I missed At what you prominent. just said.
22: It's where you're mocking me for being out of breath and trying to get off subject. No, I'm not Instead I'm not, not trying to get off the subject.
3: The issue. I'm not mocking you for being out you of know, breath. I think it's... <laughs> I just think it's a bit rude to phone while you're doing something else. That's all. That's manners. People have made what, the decision... people have Oh, mate, come on. You can do better than that. People have made the decision. They've... Sorry? keep muttering under you your breath about? boy yeah, stop I'm it go and stand about. in the corner um uh, people have made the decision to subscribe to the times so they know that by getting the yeah. times there is a chance yeah. there may be controversial and indeed shocking pictures on the front page of the times now whether the times yeah. should have put that on the front page that's a different argument i don't think they should Why have don't but you they argue did
22: argue with them instead of that poor man because
3: no because because they weren't posting leaflets through thousands of yes, homes that that goes through thousands no, of no you're doors. not listening that to the argument paper. dude yeah, because people have. Like, You're wrong.
22: Everyone listening can tell that now. You've got no argument, have you? It's on Sky Sorry? News. Dead children everywhere. Yeah.
3: Not everyone. Well, <laughs> James, James, like, James.
22: Kids can see it. James, it's
3: on water. James, yeah. James. There are not dead kids everywhere on Sky News. <laughs> that's that's a lie.
22: There were actually when that was going. There were on, dead kids they were, everywhere. They were
3: there live on the yeah. beach. And per- were they live or dead on the beach? What's going on? They weren't showing the, the live. They weren't showing de- pictures they were showing of dead children, dead
22: children live everywhere from
3: the beach. Okay.
22: And at the end of the day, if that was my daughter, you said if that was my daughter, right? Everyone's different. Maybe you would feel it was disrespectful. But I didn't say dis- didn't use the daughter, word James. I didn't use honestly, the word disrespectful. Honestly, if it was my daughter yeah. that was dead, and we Sorry. were trying to escape. I wouldn't want her to die in vain. I would be happy for that picture Great. to go viral. That's me. Okay. There is a serious
3: issue. James, we know there's People a serious issue. James, we if know you
22: can't deal with it and you want to live in your little bubble and not what? see it, that's fine. No, James, James, Don't James have the thing to is go at the poor guy because he's trying James, to do good.
3: James, James, James couple yeah. of things. Um I wouldn't want a picture of my dead kid to be shown everywhere, if I'm completely right, honest. No, Let and me address the yeah. points. Um, We're not knocking any of the charities that are doing good work We've discussed, we've spoken to a lot of the people that have been over to Calais We've spoken to a lot of people that have done a lot of work for the charities We're not knocking that I'm not one of those idiots Maybe you are, I don't know I'm not one of those idiots That needs to see a picture of a dead child To know that children are dying I know that, I've read the stories I've been reading the stories for the last couple of years So I've known that And again, I go back to the issue and yeah. the, time's, the, the, putting it, you know, the time's getting delivered to thousands of homes. Well, you, uh, have a think about it. You'll, you'll realise that that's, that doesn't make any sense at all. Uh, well, <laughs> OK, OK, dude. Uh, I would not want... If, if it's on Sky News, first of all, I don't have Sky News, but secondly, <laughs> if it was on... Millions I've, do. Sorry? Millions do. Sorry. OK, I, I choose not to. But I am very careful about what news broadcasts I watch if my children are in the room. Very careful. Very selective. I'm the same. Okay, So I would be furious, understandably so. We're going to miss the travel again, flipping it. I would be furious if someone posted an unsolicited picture of a dead three-year-old through my front door that my three-year-old then picked up and saw. What qualifies as unsolicited,
22: then? If I the don't know what qualifies as unsolicited, it but, with it, but this mm, man
3: couldn't. Unsolicited, I can tell you what unsolicited means if... Me. Sorry? Distinguish the I, difference I between will the do. mainstream... No, on. no, 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 no. The first question was what's uh, unsolicited. It's unsolicited. Yeah. Unsolicited are things... Yeah. Uh, and I, I would have thought you would have known this. Unsolicited... Th- um, I will do. Unsolicited are things that are put through my letterbox that I have not asked for that I have not subscribed to that somebody else has decided should go through my letterbox. That's unsolicited.
22: He did to us a bit outrageous. I wouldn't do that myself. Thank
3: you very much indeed. We agree at last. Unbelievable. Thank you for that call. I'm glad, James, you managed to come around to my way of thinking. I'm assuming travel's got... Have we lost travel? Have we lost travel? Is she still there? She? She's gone. She's gone. Good for her. No, rightfully so. I'll tell you what we're going to do. It. We've, we had the news recently. So let's go straight to the weather, shall we?
16: Morning I'm still here, not for too long though no, no, to uh, you, you, you,
3: you do it Elizabeth <laughs> and I'm sorry Thank you, thank you for your patience
16: uh, all right. uh, We've got some rather showery weather around this morning just for a sh- very short while now and then it will clear and we'll be left with something much drier and brighter so it should be, uh, should be a dry picture after the next hour or so, there'll be some sunshine around a big improvement I think through the late morning into the afternoon, perhaps the odd isolated shower but otherwise dry, some sunny spells a fairly light westerly breeze and top temperatures up to around 17 degrees Overnight tonight it's going to be quite chilly, temperatures will readily drop into single figures, possibly some mist patches into tomorrow. Staying dry and then high pressure building dry with some sunshine, just some rather chilly nights and some misty mornings not just for tomorrow but also over the weekend and into next week. That's the forecast.
3: Thank you Elizabeth.
1: If you've missed any of the programmes here on BBC Three Counties Radio you've missed things like this.
3: What have you got for us, Liz? Can you beat leaving his scooter behind? Yes. Yeah. I've left my knickers behind.
1: But there is a way you can hear it all again. And
5: he had been replaced with a baby grey budgie.
20: What?
1: Yes, it the case. BBC.co.uk slash Three Counties
19: Radio. Yes, the idea of preparing for Monty Python made me aware that I enjoy being on stage, enjoy being in front of a live audience, allowing you to listen to what you missed. Would you sue your neighbour, your friends, if your child
14: got hurt on one of their
3: trampolines?
1: BBC.co.uk slash Three Counties Radio.
3: If you're going to phone up to have an argument, beautiful, great. Can I I just give you one tip? I don't like doing this because this feels a little patronising and most of you get it, but some of you don't, Okay, Really happy to discuss and explore other avenues of thought and other ideas. That's what makes life and our brains so wonderful. One tip, don't mutter stuff under your breath... Don't try and do snidey little comments and don't be on Yes, sir. You don't do any of that. Because instantly you, you kind of get my... Is it now my hackles or my heckles? Hackles. Instantly gets my hackles up. You come across um, badly, I think, and it gets me angrier. And so both of us kind of, you, you know, don't do particularly... I do better, but both of us don't do as well as perhaps we could. So there's no need for that. There's no need... If I disagree with you, I'm not going to do the sly little snidey comments, okay? And, and I, would, I would hope... That, that you would feel the same, and you don't feel that if your argument's strong enough, you don't need to. Okay, Mark's on the line. Morning, Mark. Morning, Ian. How are you doing? I'm um, having one of them mornings. What have you got for us, boss? Yeah, nice us. Um, yeah your gentleman
23: who was uh, posting through the letterbox. Uh, yeah, I've got young kids too. Um, yeah, and I was listening to a previous caller. I tell you now, if that would have come through my letterbox, I would have sought legal advice and I would have looked at suing him. For the simple fact of. I don't want my kids seeing that. I particularly, I was like you. I tried avoiding that picture, but as long as I could mm. before it was in front of me, not something I agree with. Now, yeah, there's the news and everything else. You choose to watch the news. You choose to see those images. I chose to try not to see that, those images, and I don't want my youngsters seeing that themselves. So, yeah, for, for literally having my child upset and having to explain the way life is, at that age, yeah, I would have sought
3: of damages. Yeah, it's oh my flipping computer's gone all funny again. I hate it when it's doing this. Um, yeah. Um, you make an interesting point, and it is protecting our kids. And then um, Rebecca sent in the text. Now, this I don't know if Rebecca's being snarky or if this is true. If this is true. You can't... Rebecca says, Trouble is, I've managed to avoid exposing my two kids to the tragedy of the baby boy's body being washed up. I've had to explain to them at breakfast the story because they've heard this morning's show. Yes, I could have turned off. Kind of wish I had now. You see, and that's the impact that hearing on the radio has had. So, um, yeah. to, to, to to have the picture... Rebecca, if that is genuine, then you have my, my humblest apologies. You have my... Sorry, Catherine? I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Well, you have my, my humblest uh, 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 apologies. I just don't understand, James... Uh, no, sorry, Mark... Uh, um. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to fix my computer while I'm talking to you. I, I'm slightly distracted. Um, I, I, you've got, if you've got kids, you want to protect them from those images. And I don't... That, that, how can anyone not, not be... Um, how can anyone think it's OK just to post that through a letterbox with, with the chance that a three-year-old, a five-year-old, a seven-year-old might see that?
23: Yeah, I don't... Their, their head's not in the right place as far as I'm concerned. There's a uh, they've got a uh, obligation to yeah raise funds and all the rest of it yeah I understand that but there's also uh, the obligation to protect people who are trying to protect. Uh, mm-hmm
3: bears basically yep uh mark listen i've got to move on thank you very much indeed so i was listening i might my, my, my phone thing just just crashed as well so i was if i sounded distracted apologies i was distracted but i was paying attention as well oh three four five four double five five double five. now i have the luxury of um, many movie services on my xbox i could play games on my xbox because my internet while not brilliant is fast enough to do that But there are some uh, people around the country who, well, what internet they've got is it's not much better than 56k uh, dial-up. There are residents in Newton Longville who's, well, their their um, broadband is, um, well, it's rubbish. James Lodge is one of the residents, and he joins me now. Morning, James. Oh, good morning. Tell us about your broadband. What's it like?
24: Uh, Pretty dire, really. Um, Our broadband is, as you say, more or less a dial-up system. we suffer uh, a a really bad uh, connection with something like half a meg and less than 100 yards along the road they can pick up 75 meg
3: for those who don't know we have some computer illiterate people well talking now me uh, half yeah. a meg that that is slow i mean that yeah. is that is really slow and Very um slow. i don't know do you, do, you, do you do you work from home james do you do you yes, have so to do, do yeah what what yeah. do you do
24: uh, I, well, lots of things I do which are uh, graphic based. Right. Um, I own a product called Wow Mugs, and Ooh. that that requires graphics.
3: Hang on a second, um, what's Wow Mugs?
24: Uh, wow Mugs is a, uh, I own the patents of a color changing ceramic. Um, so it means that the mug changes color when you put coffee in it.
3: Oh! Oh! Have, <laughs> have you got a website, James?
24: Yeah, uh, www.wowmugs.com. Dot
3: com. Well, it, don't all rush there at once, because he won't no. be able to handle the traffic. <laughs> um, it, well, it, it must be... Uh, well, how do you work from home, then, if you've got such bad um, the, the internet? And you're set, I'm assuming you're sending you know, large files sometimes with, yes. if you've got graphics involved.
24: Well, once a day, I have to trip down to the hotel.
3: Oh, what, to use their Wi-Fi? Yeah. Oh, no.
24: So um, I, I, can do, uh, I can do graphics on my computer, but I can't actually send them so I have to take the file and go to the local hotel and uh, send them off that way.
3: Um, I thought, well, didn't the government say a few years ago, we're going to have super-fast broadband Mm. all over the country? Well, the government said all over the
24: country, um, except for rural locations, which are now being spread out. Uh, We're hardly rural. We're we're a couple of miles away from Milton Keynes Central. Mm. So... um, I find that difficult. Uh, our issue is that there's what they call three uh, boxes in the village, and um, they've come along to try and repair or replace the boxes so we can get infinity. Um, and Open Reach came along, and yeah. they, they, they fitted two of the boxes about three years ago and they appear to have forgotten the third <laughs> box in the I, village.
3: BT Openreach, um, uh, I have had dealings with in the past, and um, I, uh, I know lots of people who... They're not the um, easiest people to talk to, and they're certainly not the fastest off the block, <laughs> are they? Have, have you spoken to them recently? What are they saying?
24: Well, for a communication company, you can't communicate. <laughs> you, can't,
3: you can't do it at all. What have <laughs> they said?
24: No, um, uh, impossible to find anybody to really talk to that can give you any answers whatsoever. Um, And I'll try to explain to them my difficulties and I'm sure the difficulties of lots of others in my area. Um, And it's little things you take for granted if you've got a internet connection, because internet has, has become the norm. Yeah. Uh, we use internet every day and more and more we do our shopping and God knows what else we do.
3: James, listen, I have to move on because I've missed the travel twice and if I do it again, Sammy Bruff is allowed <laughs> to uh, hit me round the head with a, a cheese sandwich. Uh, give, you, give the website a plug again, James, so hopefully you'll get a few people going to have a look at what sounds like a fantastic cup. OK,
24: www.wowmugs.com
3: Brilliant stuff, James. Listen, I wish you the best of luck. Keep in touch with us. Let us know how things go. BBC Three Counties Radio...
5: It's very slow on the M1. There are delays from Luton towards Milton Keynes. So Graham called to say that a lane's been closed at Junction 13 for Bedford because of a van that's broken down. It's causing delays from Junction 14 for Milton Keynes. And it's also slow southbound between Junction 12 for Flittig and 11 for Dunstable through the roadworks. It's busy between Junction 9 for Redbourne southbound from Junction 7 to Junction 7 for Hevel-Hempstead. And also on the A5 eastbound, It stops up between the A505 and the M1 Junction 9 for Redbourne. On the M25, it's slow anti-clockwise between Junction 21 for the M1 and 19 for Watford. The M40 is also busy from Uxford, Uxbridge towards the M25 and on the trains Great Northern have delays between uh, Drayton Park and Moorgate because of a signalling problem. Samantha breath BBC Three Counties Radio.
3: Sammy, thank you and thank you for your patience early. I apologise. It's um, Oh, it's been a feisty show. Maybe that's why my cat's disappeared. I'm just too angry to be around. I mean, more your calls and texts after the news with Simon.
0: It's eight o'clock, the headlines. Buckinghamshire fundraiser apologises for using picture of dead boy, train company won't have enough drivers until Easter and Milton Keynes-Dons hit for six. BBC Three Counties Radio. A Buckinghamshire fundraiser has apologised for using an image of a dead Syrian boy on a beach on leaflets to thousands of people. John Van Weenen was trying to encourage people in Olney to donate clothes to send to the migrants at Calais and says with hindsight he wouldn't have put that particular picture through letterboxes in the town.
17: It's a- child had found it i agree now that it possibly was the wrong picture to put on but at the time i wanted to actually get people behind me and let people see what is going on in the real world and it's true that's what's happening
0: Meanwhile, European leaders holding emergency talks in Brussels have agreed to provide 1 billion euros to help millions of Syrian refugees. Britain has pledged another £100 million. Pounds. Train operator Govia say they won't have enough drivers until Easter next year, following complaints from Hertfordshire County Council. The councillor in charge of transport is complaining about poor services on the Thameslink and Great Northern lines after further cancelled trains this week due to driver shortages. Stuart Cheshire is passenger service director for Govia. We
21: did- Uh, Need about 150 more drivers than we've currently got, Uh, and and we will see them materialise. When Uh, there are going to be they're they're coming onto the system now. uh, When will we have the 150
3: train train drivers that you need? Uh,
21: We'll have uh, the 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 risk of cancellations will uh, vastly reduce by about Easter next year.
0: George Osborne has used his visit to China to launch the bidding process for constructing the first phase of HS2 through Buckinghamshire. The Chancellor is urging Chinese firms to pitch for contracts, but Conservative MP for Chesham and Amersham Cheryl Gillan says it's wrong to open the bidding when Parliament hasn't yet backed the scheme.
2: It's premature because of course the bill hasn't uh, finished its way even through the House of Commons, it's still in committee. And certainly, um, the very earliest, I think, it could get royal assent would be the back end of next year. I still wonder whether this really is a priority for government, uh, considering that they've cancelled other very important projects in the north, such as the Midlands electrification.
0: Police in Luton say staff at a post office in the town have been left traumatised by yesterday morning's armed robbery. A man armed with a handgun robbed the post office in Calverton Road at around 7.30. He's described as black, of medium build, wearing dark clothing with a high-visibility jacket. He left in the direction of Lamorna Close. In sport, Milton Keynes Dons are out of the League Cup after a 6-0 thrashing by Premier League Southampton at Stadium MK last night. Dons boss Cole Robinson was full of praise for the visitors.
13: They want a it. They want a it, And they've got all the players to winning What my players have learned tonight is that the mentality of a Premier League player isn't just what's in his boots, it's in his heart and his head. And we all watch Premier League games and criticise them, fans and lesser players. And I think they've seen why they play in the Premier League. They were magnificent.
0: The weather, cloud and rain clearing this morning to leave sunshine and showers this afternoon. A maximum temperature 17 degrees Celsius. And you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. Gosh. What a
3: busy, feisty show it's been this morning. We're coming in going, well, these stories don't look like much, but um, I was told that that charity guy was coming on just to humbly apologise. <laughs> oh, man. OK. Um, the Light and, indeed, The Shade. The Light, we're looking for limp bands. Limp bands. Uh, some of them, in Shadows, Lighthouse Family, Maroon 5. The River City People. Oh, Bands and acts you can abbreviate. So far, all I've got is Maka and the Shads. That's it. 03 459 455 555. Well, about about 50 minutes ago or so, I spoke to John Van Wienen. Who Van Wienen? John Van Wienen. John Van Hoenen? Uh, He's working for a charity, and as part of the uh, charity campaign to raise um, uh, cash and items for refugees, he posted a few thousand leaflets through some doors. On the front of that leaflet was that picture of that dead boy on that beach. And, um, well, some people are offended. I was was furious. And he came on and kind of did a... Well, uh, well, I've said I'm sorry. I posted underneath the picture. I'm, uh, if you're offended, I'm sorry. Uh, it actually got me really angry because I've got two young kids. I don't want them to see that picture. 03 555. Across beds, hearts and bucks.
7: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
3: Uh, Loads of people saying uh, I was right to be angry, about the same number saying that I was completely wrong to be angry. Uh, That, uh, for me, means I'm doing my job um, uh, properly. There's a nice mixture... Of, uh, opinions. Uh, any texts, yeah. Catherine? Yeah,
4: James in Bedford is furious. He's the guy who said that it was typical um, BBC stuff before. In fact, yep. he sent a few through. Why don't you ring us up, James? Rather than being a pen friend. Have we, called, have we tried to call him back? Let's give him a Let's ring. G- I'm sure he'll be keen to speak. Give him a call. He's nice got lots to, to say in this. He's saying now, typical EU puppet BBC. Yep. Keep the general public moronic with peripheral issues while the EU does great Sorry. harm to Europe. Don't allow facts to get in the way of propaganda. Okay, come I've on the i I'd robbery. love to
3: know what that means. You, uh, you, you, you have an opportunity to come on and, uh, and and, and give us the truth. Okay, All I want is some truth, to quote John Lennon. <laughs>
4: Janet Incheson says, I'm with you on this charity leaflet question. Something like that coming through the door could be really upsetting for children. I hate the shock tactics used by some charities. Leaflets can end up in the wrong hands. That's Janet Incheson. In fact, your next guest will have something to say on this one. four double
3: five five double five double five five double five is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us uh, a call. Well, we are talking about this story, about these leaflets. I have the picture of a dead boy on that were. Uh, were posted through the letterbox um, Joe Saxton is a charity impact and communications consultant, I don't know what that title means Joe, What what is a charity impact and communications consultant?
25: That means I spend a lot of my life trying to think about how charities should communicate what they do to uh, the public and to donors uh-huh. and to volunteers uh, and work out how they tell people they do a great job.
3: Charities are having a bit of a tough time at the moment, aren't they? There seems to have been um, um, a little bit of a charity backlash in the in the last few months.
25: Yes, I think, I think that's fair. I think some of the fundraising things that charities have been doing have been making donors not feel how fantastic it is to give, but mm. how uh, guilty they are about giving or even not giving in some cases and that's very difficult and you know, nobody wants it to be that way they're,
3: well, they're, they're, well it would appear that some people want it to be that way because they're, they're doing it the, the two kind of issues and we're going slightly off on a tangent but we'll, 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 we'll get back I just think it's it's interesting that this has been in the news the two issues are kind of the harassment issue that um, that, that, that some charities employ but also and I guess this is what this story is the, the, the use of um, shock tactics to, to uh, I- encourage or engage people the shocking images that we sometimes see, why do they use those? Well, it's interesting. That
25: picture of Island Curdie has completely changed the way that a lot of people in Europe and a lot of people in this country see the refugee crisis. It turned from being a thing about numbers, uh, about people who weren't really human, to being something about real individuals. And most people could look at that picture of Ivan Kurdi on the beach in Turkey and say, that could be my child, how horrendous it must be. So that picture has actually changed many people's attitudes uh, and changed the way I think Europe has been behaving towards the migrants. So it's a big important um, shift in opinion.
3: And it is a really important picture on so many different levels. Did it need to be adopted by um, charities on leaflets? Because we were all aware of the picture, whether we'd seen it or not. Because there was so much talk about it, it was on the front page of a lot of newspapers. Um, that the, the the change, the shift in both the government and the public, had already happened because of partly because of that picture. Does it need to then be adopted by um, uh, the, uh, charities? Because we know about the picture now. That the, the picture's done its work.
25: Well, the picture may have done its work for some people, but I think having it on a leaflet reminds them. And it'd be interesting, though, know, the people who complained about the leaflet also complained to the
3: newspapers who used that story. To well, the, no, no, that, that's different, channel, though, Joe. But, but that's different, that though, story. Joe. That's different because we, 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 um, um, we make a choice, don't we, whether we read newspapers or things. To have something unsolicited put through a letterbox is... Um, it, 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 that's different. That's an invasion, isn't it?
25: I think evasion is quite a harsh word. One of the things you've got to remember is people lead very busy lives. They're getting endless amounts of um, Twitter and social media and Facebook feeds. They're getting lots of leaflets through the door. You know, life's very busy, and if you want to raise money, you have to ask people, and you have to make them literally or stop in their tracks or sometimes make them think. And a picture like that can do that. Now, I think there are every charity should have guidelines about what pictures it uses and so on. And so you'd need to be really careful that you weren't making people think that everyone in Turkey or everyone in Syria was like that child on the beach. Uh, and Similarly, if you put a picture of a disabled person on a leaflet saying how poor or how helpless their life was, you know, or somebody who was in poverty in, uh, at a school. You've got to make sure that those pictures don't have a backfiring effect on those people who are being portrayed because otherwise a kid goes to school who's you've just said, by the way, my family's really poor, and suddenly everyone's going, ooh, look at you, you're poor. So it's really important for charities to think about images. My own view in this case is I think it's OK uh, for this particular leaflet, but you've got to think about it every single time you do it.
3: It's interesting because I think it's disgusting that it was used. Do you? Yeah, do I you? do. i tell you why. Um, I don't need to see the picture. To I didn't need to see the picture, and I wish I hadn't. I didn't need to see the picture to know that, that, that kids were drowning because I'd read the stories. But also, I've got two boys, three and five, and they like to get the post. And the thought that someone would force that image into my house and would then be picked up by my three-year-old, and then I would have to, in some way, explain that image. I think, I'll be honest... Um, I think that's outrageous that a charity would do that because you don't need to show that image to get the message across that people are suffering or people are dying. You don't need to have that picture there.
25: I think if you stopped most people and said, you know, are people suffering in refugees? Quite a lot of them said, yes, they are. You said, have you made a donation to help those people? Most people would say, you know what, I probably should, but I haven't done that yet. Uh, And so most people would perhaps say, yes, it's a terrible thing that's happening. Have they actually gone to the next step to make a donation? And one of the problems for charities and one of the reasons where you started this conversation was to say, you know what, actually, there's a lot of problems is that if charities don't ask, They don't tend to get donations. And that's a real difficulty. So the charities said, look, we're a great cause. We're going to sit there and wait for the donations to come in. They will
3: wait. But no, but no, but but Joe, there's a difference between asking and there's a difference between forcing images like that into my house. It's my house. I don't want that image in my house. I don't want my kids to be able to pick up that image and see it.
25: No, I I, I can see that. And that is a difficulty that each person is going to have a different view of what is or isn't acceptable. And so the question then is, you know, what would have happened if you put that image on a TV ad? So that your kids were watching the TV and then and suddenly it came on. And you might say, well, perhaps that should be after a certain time so that children of a certain age weren't around. What would have happened if you'd put it on a poster on the street um, so that you, somebody was walking to school and saw that image? Mean, it's, it's easy to distract a kid. It,
3: well, it's easy to distract a kid from a, from a poster. It's not easy to distract a kid who's holding a, a, a bit of paper that's been pushed through the letterbox going, What's this, daddy?
25: I'm delighted that your children are so well trained trained that they pick up the post in the morning because I'm trying to get my children to do the same. It's cute, but it doesn't address the point. No, every single household is going to be different. For me, that picture is one that a lot of people will have seen before. It has been on the news. It has been in newspapers. Uh, Now, had you presented a picture, for example, of somebody being beheaded by the ISIL terrorists, then I would say yes, absolutely. And indeed, most of the media didn't show any specific images for exactly that reason. Um, but but it is a problem. All of this is completely down to individual values and stuff. No,
3: but it should uh, it, but it shouldn't be. Uh, and I've got it. Uh, it shouldn't be. And I, 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 it's interesting how you're not actually addressing no one's addressing the point that I am I'm, I'm constantly making to people that it's it, it, how do I explain that to my children? You don't want to address it. That's fine. It's my house. It's my house. And I shouldn't have images that upset me or my children forced upon me. And that's what's happening. Yeah, send a leaflet. Send a leaflet with with people in, uh, you know, people that are alive on a boat, with people that are alive in a camp, with with the language, with the words, these people are suffering, these people are dying. Do not, do not post a picture of a dead child through my front door. That's my right to not have that posted through.
25: So, so at what age would you think it was acceptable to put that image? You know, if you were giving a choice, is it a 10-year-old or is it a 12-year-old, is it a teenager? Because at some point, the real world is out there and terrible things are happening in the real world. So you now, think it's OK it's for a
3: 5-year-old, would... for a 3-year-old to pick that up? That's what you're, you're think... arguing? What I'm arguing is every
25: parent has to explain difficult things no.
3: to children yeah, every day. No, a- yeah, appropriate, joke. A- appropriate times, mate, At appropriate times. I don't want my three-year-old holding a picture of a dead child saying, what's this?
25: No, I, I, I can see that. But what, so what happens when it's on the front page of a newspaper?
3: I do my bloody what best to make sure he doesn't see it, which is, quite, yeah. which is actually quite easy to do. For
25: me, there's there's no blood, there's no violence in that picture. It's a tragic picture. Oh,
3: Uh, oh, Joe, there's plenty of violence in that picture. There's plenty. It's a heartbreaking picture, and I don't want my. It's a drowned three-year-old, mate.
25: Yes, and I think saying to, 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 to three-year-olds and five-year-olds, there are terrible things happening in the world. And part of my job as a parent is to protect you from those things and explain why, you know, you're incredibly lucky in your lives and there are other people who are much less fortunate than you. And that process of saying to children about, you know, the good and the bad thing happen in the big wide world out there. You know, uh, How you old are your kids, Joe? Very young. My, my kids are much older. They're doing yeah. things that are... Yeah, you know but
3: it, I, I know it sounds weird right and I know, I know it sounds weird i don't want my three-year-old seeing pictures of dead three-year-olds i just i just think it's inappropriate and if it's being pushed through my letterbox that makes that ch- my decision my choice uh harder and uh i think that if charities are doing that i think it's disgusting
25: you see sometimes what i do is imagine saying okay let's say you're then going to talk to a family in in a. Turkish refugee camp. But I'm water, not. I'm, I'm sure. talking
3: to my three-year-old yes, in my house yes. who's holding a flyer of a dead no. child. I think that's disgusting. But so then the issue is, look, I'm sorry,
25: we can't help you because there are people who are no, a little bit That's not the No, no
3: Joe, pictures. that's not the issue. the issue. That's not... Hang on a minute. Because I've not received a flyer where it's got a picture of a dead kid, I can't help um, Syrian refugees. Well, that's a nonsense argument.
25: No, 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 that's not the... What I'm saying is that if you go the way and say, we're not going to, you know, every charity is going to say, look, whatever we do, we mustn't offend anyone. Now, if charities in their fundraising never offended anyone, they would do a lot less fundraising because part of what you need to do as a charity is to make people sit up and go, wow, that is a terrible issue. I've got busy things. I've got a million and one things to do. Just to, and just if to clarify. Don't make
3: people sit up and think then I'm not going to get people... So just to clarify, you think that if my three-year-old comes from the front door with a picture of a dead three-year-old, I, I should sit down and explain the Syrian refugee crisis to him?
25: That's what I would be doing with my children, <clears throat> they are an awful lot older than yours. All right,
3: all right, all right. Flipping heck. He's a charity impact and communications consultant. That's Joe Saxton. <clears throat> wow. 03459 five nine four Let's get the trash.
1: The
5: M1 is very busy this morning, so there's a lane closed southbound between Junction 13 for Bedford and 12 for Flitwick because of van's broken down, and it's causing delays from Junction 14 for Milton Keynes, but we've just had a report uh, from Sharon saying that there's been an accident northbound as well between Junction 13 and 14 involving two cars, so expect some northbound delays too. On to the southbound M1, there are queues from Junction 9 for Redbourne towards Junction 7 for Hemel Hempstead, and the A5 eastbound in Dunstable as well is stop-start between the A505 and the M1 at Junction 9 for Redbourne on the M25 anticlockwise it's slow from Junction 19 for Watford to 15 for the M4 and the M40 has queues heading from Uxbridge towards the M25 on the Great Northern trains there are delays approaching Moorgate because of a signalling problem near Drayton Park Samantha Brough BBC Three Counties Radio Thank you
3: Sammy Excellent as always Excellent as always Today's show has shortened my life by about six years my uh, blood pressure's through the roof. <laughs> <I>
6: mean...
3: <laughs> right, 8:18. It's, 818. it's uh, Thursday, the 24th of September. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC 3 Counties Radio. A Buckinghamshire fundraiser has apologized after using an image of a dead Syrian boy on leaflets to thousands of people in Olney. Train operator Govia <laughs> Say that's apparently how you pronounce it say they won't have enough drivers until Easter next year following complaints from Hertfordshire County Council And George Osborne has used his visit to China to launch the bidding process for constructing the first phase of HS2 through Buckinghamshire.
12: We've had a brilliant summer of cricket. That's and Court, it's all over. But once again, we're also celebrating our unsung sporting heroes.
2: He has such passion for sport. I'm extremely proud of what we've achieved here.
12: Who will you nominate? We're looking for someone who inspires people to get involved in sport across Beds, Hearts and Bucks. He's
5: funny. He's he's never strict with you. You don't feel pressured.
12: To make your nominations go to bbc.co.uk slash unsunghero and download an entry form. The closing date is Thursday 22nd of October with our 2015 Unsung Hero announced at the BBC Sports Personality of the Year in December. She cares
9: about everyone else more than she
12: does about herself. Get inspired, get nominating. Oh, oh
3: the text, and I was going to raise this as an argument to the gentleman about um, the charity leaflet. Thank you so much. Who sent this in? Fifi sent this in. Have you seen this text? And I was going to use this as an argument, and the conversation went a different way. Here we go. I agree with you regarding the picture. As a bereaved mother myself, that picture broke my heart on every level. Everyone on social media was sharing it carelessly for days, and it was painful to see over and over. It just brought memories of my own child back. I can't be the only one that felt that way. I'm tearing up reading that text. And I was going to mention that. Supposing, supposing someone has lost a kid that week, that year, that decade, and that goes through your letterbox. You've got to weigh up the impact of what you're doing. And that is too strong an image to force on people's lives, into their homes. I'm not going to sit down with a three-year-old and explain the Syrian refugee crisis because it's been prompted by a picture of a, of a child that's um, washed up on the beach. Yeah, I can explain. Well, you know, there are some people and the, there are wars and, you know, you know, you, you talk about guns and bombs and things. Actually, they're quite bad. And there are some people that aren't as lucky as us. I can have that conversation. I'm not going to have a conversation prompted by that picture.
4: I feel terrible about having shared it on Twitter, retweeted it. Yeah. I feel terrible about it. I mean, it was a knee,
3: a, 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 a knee jerk. I was thing,
4: so shocked it? by yeah. it. And Twitter is kind of an adult forum, isn't it? And yeah. a bit more edgy, but I feel terrible about doing it. I wish I hadn't.
3: Thank you, Fifi, for that. Um, oh, have you heard
4: what Chris Stroke J, whichever he is today, has said? Oh, yeah, go on. Ian. Many would say you're wrong regarding that picture it's real life matey. you can't wrap your kids up in cotton wool forever live in the real world time or no. get a dog to fetch your morning mail not the babies no not
3: forever not forever not going to wrap them up forever i'm going to slowly unwrap the cotton wool as they as their lives progress and as me and my wife see fit and there will be times when some people snatch the cotton wool and pull a big chunk of it off, and then I'll have to do a little bit of patching if I can. But I, I, I'll, I'll decide pretty much when I take that cotton wool off, and I think three and five. Uh, and one of the boys' joy, simple things in life... The postman! I'll get it! It's one of their joys is going and getting the post. A, they feel that they're being grown up, they feel that they're helping Mummy and Daddy, and then, you, you know, you get a bit of junk, mate, you get a pizza thing. Oh, it's for you, look. Someone sent me a pizza thing.
4: They do, they love it. Yeah,
3: when the post comes
4: for us, my little annoyance says, is it for me, is it for me? I'll go and
3: have a look. Um, Are both these callers on this? Yes. Now, let's go to Paul first then. Morning, Paul. Morning, how are you? I'm all right, Paul, what have you got for us?
15: Uh, Well, I'm going to take your blood pressure down a little bit because (laughs) I agree with you completely as well. Um, uh, I, I, I... I, I, my kids are not young now, but um, the same thing. I wouldn't want it coming through my letterbox. And one of the reasons, well, two reasons, actually. The first one being I saw that on social media for a, a few seconds. I can still see that picture mm-hmm. in my head, even down to the colour of his T-shirt, everything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a young child, that's going to stay in their mind for a long while. And the younger ones, you know, your three-year-old, even if you do explain it and they're still not really going to understand it, are they?
9: So, no.
15: But the other thing is... is I know he's trying to do good with this, but I bet you he hasn't got
3: um, the copyright to, to use that <laughs> photograph. And, I, I'm laughing you know, because it, loads of people have mentioned that. Loads of people said, has he got the copyright to do that? I, 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 yeah, you, you could possibly be right on that. I suspect that he hasn't. I mean, but does, that, does the copyright thing really, does that really make a difference? I'm sure charities are, you know, are photoshopping and downloading uh, yeah, images uh, of uh, Google. Uh,
15: yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that'd be the case, but it only takes one idiot to come along and demand money for it, and they've got a riot and they win. Yeah. So, how, you know, how, how old are your babies three, now, Paul? How old uh, are your babies? they are now 20, 23 and 15 now. Flipping but,
3: heck. <laughs> Fli- but they're still your babies, aren't they?
15: Of course they are, yeah, yeah. I mean, my 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 daughter's fifteen. She she said that I'd seen that picture and everything. She told me what she thought of it. But it's still not something you want them to see,
3: even at that age, is it? Really? So no. Is um, she still got a bit of cotton wool on her? And by that I mean, are you you still um, you still protecting her. Of course I am. And I bet the twenty three year old as well. You do you do, you you're still trying to protect them from stuff. You
15: you protect your own kids until the day you die, don't you?
3: Mm. Paul, listen, thank you, mate. I appreciate that. Uh, 03459 455 555. Mark's on the line. Morning, Mark.
26: Hiya. What
3: have you got for us, boss?
26: I agree with what Paul just said about, I mean, my daughter's 23 and you, you protect them forever. That's That's the whole reason we exist now. But I've got three points. One... You can't protect your child, your boys, from when you go into the newsagents or go into Tesco's and they've got the front pages just sitting there. So the chances are that they're going to come across these pictures anyway somewhere.
3: Well, uh, you're you're right, that's difficult. In Tesco's, they do a great thing. Well, they have them piled up in boxes, so they're not on display. They
26: have one on the front. They have one on the front so you can see it. Do they? OK, all right. I've, child's I've, eye level.
3: I've not checked that. OK, well, if the, uh, on that day, I would have um, avoided taking my kids... To, yep. the, to Tesco's. But the reason I rang up... But you're right, you're, you're right. They can stumble across those images accidentally. You're yep. absolutely right, yeah. The reason I rang up, as you were having the argument,
26: was because as far as I could hear, uh, you were, you, the man had addressed it as far as he was going to by saying, in hindsight, I wouldn't have used it. And when you continued... Mm hectoring and trying to get him to address it further and saying, you've been bullying me, i putting this through my letterbox. Yeah. I was thinking it's turning a little bit the other way and okay. he wasn't going to address it any further than that. And I just thought that you were getting very aggressive with him, but I yeah. understand why you were angry.
3: I, I t- I t- one slight correction, and I take your point on board, and I appreciate it, thank you, is that um, he, he, he didn't say in hindsight he would have d- done it differently. He said in hindsight he may have thought about doing it differently. I think those are his words. So it wasn't... Right. It, 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 what I felt, what I wanted to hear, and what I wasn't hearing, was, um, uh, do you know what? I made a mistake. I'm sorry. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that again. I, I, I heard. A, I heard a gentleman who had uh, was who had been badgered partly by me, partly by other people, and uh, but didn't feel he'd done anything wrong. But yes, I, I take on board your point about I was uh, borderline bullying. I would disagree, but I take on board what you're saying. Thank okay. you. And
26: the third thing is copyright. If it's out there,
3: use it. I don't care what it is. <laughs> I know, as it's, it's arguments go, it's, it's not the strongest. Uh, I, I really appreciate your call on that. Thank you very much indeed. Um, what was that? That was Mark, wasn't it? Sorry, we're getting so many calls on this. That was Mark. See, I don't mind being told you if you thought I was bullying. That's, that's not the intention. What you heard there was uh, the... the uh, I took my BBC pass off. I went out, I handed it to to Catherine, and I came back, and you heard Ian Rugby there uh, having a, a proper argument. But, uh, yeah, all right, thank you. I appreciate that.
4: The thing is, sometimes what people are saying isn't what you can hear in their voice yeah. and um, don't think he really understood what people's complaint was.
3: No. Let's go Let's go to John and we will hit travel pretty much on time. Well, you reckon... the whole show has been, has been <laughs> all over the You're suggesting show. that John might not be compelling. John, John, I'm sure John will be fascinating. John, what do you want to say, boss?
18: Uh, well, firstly, I, I agree entirely with you and I don't think you should be thrust upon anybody at any age. If, if people want to go and look at what I consider to be... Um, the pornography of violence, and that's the bracket it should be put into, um, that they could go and look for it. I don't think it should be thrust upon us. I've actually been in, in zones where I've, I've seen dead bodies. I don't want to see the thrust upon me in any shape or form because it brings back memories, and I don't want them. I made the mistake of looking up that photograph again after listening to you, and it's it's too much. It really is too much.
3: Well, firstly, um, if we inspired anybody to go and look at that picture, and do you know what, maybe I've been a little bit heavy-handed this morning and kind of trodden through this story. Uh, if anybody felt that they sh- needed to go and look at the picture because of the conversations we've been having, I apologise. And I apologise to you, John, if uh, we inspired that. Am I allowed to ask what scenarios you've been in where you've seen those horrific things? You don't have to answer if you don't want to.
18: I would say it was with the
26: forces... Image of the forces that you see of our strong, brave, brave lads,
18: yes, for the most part, they are strong and brave. But when you get away from the situation and you start thinking about what you've seen, you're not so strong and brave.
3: No, it's uh, it's 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 real, you know, it's it's real. It's real. I, I don't, can't go no, on, John. Sorry, what you're gonna say?
18: Right. It's not just. You know, bodies wash up on beaches. I've seen bodies blow to pieces, and you, you don't want to see that. You really don't, especially on the press. Uh, the, the, the should. I know that there's this thing that says there's the freedom of the press and that uh, trying to actually control it, it seems uh, it, it to be wrong, but there needs to be some control put into place. We do not need to see these things thrust upon us. Yes, put the information out there so it can be found. And people can be told where to find it if they want to go and look at it. But we don't need to have it on the front page of a paper or anything like that. <laughs> you know, That's the way I see it.
3: John, I can't even begin to imagine what you have experienced. Uh, I want to say thank you for your call. Thank you for whatever service it was that you did for us. And, um, you know, uh, I, I hope your life is a happy one. Thank you, mate. Cheers for that. Thank you. Thank you, John. Yes. Gosh. Gosh. Thank you, John. Oh three four five nine four double five five double
7: five. I lied. We're late for the travel. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio. On the
5: M1, there's a lane closed southbound between Junction 13 for Bedford and 12 for Flittock because a van's broken down that's causing delays from junction fourteen for Milton Keynes. Northbound on the M1, there's reports of a lane blocked by an accident between Junction 13 for Bedford and 14 for Milton Keynes so it's blo- It's very slow in both directions on the M25 there's a lane blocked anti-clockwise by a car that's broken down just after Junction 24 for Potter's Bar the M40 is slow heading into London from the M25 towards the Denham roundabouts and in High Wycombe on the A40 London Road there are queues in both directions also on Amersham Hill that's looking very busy into High Wycombe on the trains Great Northern have possible 10 minute delays into Moorgate because of a signalling problem near Drayton Park Samantha
1: Breath, BBC Three Counties Radio
0: It's 8.30, I'm Simon Oxley. A Buckinghamshire fundraiser has apologised after using an image of a dead Syrian boy on leaflets to thousands of people in Olney. John Van Weenen says with hindsight he wouldn't have put that particular picture through letterboxes in the town. Train operator Govia say they won't have enough drivers until Easter next year following complaints from Hertfordshire County Council. The councillor in charge of transport is complaining about poor services on the Thameslink and Great Northern lines after further cancelled trains this week due to driver shortages. And John George Osborne has used his visit to China to launch the bidding process for constructing the first phase of HS2 through Buckinghamshire but Conservative MP for Chesham and Amersham Cheryl Gillan says it's wrong to open the bidding when parliament hasn't yet backed the scheme. Three Counties Sports
1: BBC Three Counties Radio
0: Milton Keynes Dons are out of the League Cup after a 6-0 thrashing by Premier League Southampton at Stadium MK last night. Dons boss Carl Robinson now has his focus on Saturday's league match at home to Derby.
13: I'll get criticised for a number of changes, so people will question why did you make this change, why did you make that change? Well, I had to and it's gone against me. I've made changes before, it's gone for me and we've been given plaudits for the rotation. And we didn't take them, so when we do it and it goes completely, drastically, embarrassingly wrong, we've got to accept it, and it was for the right reasons, not the wrong reasons, and the right reasons are for Saturday.
0: In last night's other third round matches, Liverpool needed penalties to beat League 2 Carlisle after a one all draw at Anfield. Arsenal won 2-1 at Tottenham. Chelsea were 4-1 winners at Walsall. Wayne Rooney and Anthony Martial were among the scorers as Manchester United beat Ipswich 3-0. And Newcastle's problems continue as they lost 1-0 at home to Sheffield Wednesday. His manager Steve
14: McLaren. It's gone. We're going to get criticised. Deservedly so. But there's only you know one set of people who can do anything about it. It's in that dressing room. And we've got to pick ourselves up and, uh, and become fighters, not victims. And that's the kind of attitude that we need.
0: And at the Rugby World Cup, Scotland made a winning start, beating Japan. Australia also won their first match of the tournament, beating Fiji. And France beat Romania 38-11 last night to make it two wins out of two. Their next match is against Canada in Milton Keynes next Thursday. There's one match tonight as champions New Zealand take on Namibia at the Olympic Stadium. That match kicking off at eight o'clock. BBC Three Counties News and Sport, the next full bulletin at nine. I think we all need a little bit of this.
11: Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell But I've been seen with up. I've never been with anything less than a nine So fine I've been on fire with Sally Field Gone fast with a girl named Bo But somehow they just don't end up as mine It's a death defying life I lead I take my chances I die for living in the moon to me But the hardest thing I ever do Is watch my leading ladies Kiss some of the guy While I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building Much time in school, but I totally ladies plenty. It's true, I hire my body out of pay. Hey, 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 I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rocky Welch. But when I wind up in the hay, it's only hay. hey. Hey, hey, I might jump an open drawbridge or Tarzan and from a vine. Cause I'm the unknown stuffman that makes Eastwood look.
3: So we 're all uh, still reeling from john 's call thank you John oh dear oh dear oh dear what a what a morning what a morning oh three four five nine four double five five double five we'll go back to the list of limp bands in a little bit don 't worry about light and shade light and shade and we 'll take your calls about uh, whether it was appropriate for a charity to uh, put leaflets through people's doors with the picture of that dead child on the front, genuinely really angry by it. Oh three four five nine four double five five double five. Uh, but back to Govia, Govia, whatever they're called these days. Earlier on, we spoke to Stuart Cheshire from Govia Thameslink about the constant interruptions to service since they took over. We get inundated with complaints at how pony this service is constantly. Uh, And they had a really bad day the other day. Well, uh, Stuart Cheshire told us that things won't run smoothly until Easter next year. And then we finished the conversation and then we... Well, then what happened, Catherine?
4: So we finished the conversation. um, He told us that they actually don't get any money from tickets. Okay. okay. I think you said something to the effect that, oh, so you don't care about the um, commuters then. Yeah. And he said, and I quote... This is a very literal interpretation of what I said.
3: So then... then
4: We had gone five minutes over the news at that point. Plenty
3: of time. And then the head of communications at Govia Thameslink uh, got in touch and said, well, I don't think that he had a fair crack of the whip. So that person is Roger Perkins, and so Roger Perkins uh, finished cracking the whip.
27: Oh, thank you ever so much. It it wasn't so much that you didn't give him, because you had run over. It's just that, like you said, you you had to cut the interview short at some point. Um, We do really care about our passengers, and um, what Stuart would have gone on to say is that... um, we are penalised incredibly heavily if we have to cancel any services. Um, the, tough. Yes, the Provide a decent say,
3: service. You know, yeah, tough.
27: Yeah, well, no, um, absolutely. We recognise we don't have enough drivers to be able to provide a consistent service at the moment because of the large amounts of training that are going on. Roger. We are recruiting drivers. With the
3: greatest respect, if you've just called in just to repeat what was said an hour ago, I'm really not interested. I I thought you you wanted to to kind of finish a point that wasn't made.
27: I did, and the point was that we do care very much about our passengers and we do get penalised very heavily for every train that is cancelled. I don't think that came across at all.
3: Okay, and how are you compensating those passengers that you care so much for?
27: We have um, we have a delay repay system, so anyone who's delayed by more than thirty minutes is entitled to. People are spending um, four
3: grand a year them. on, on yeah. passes and stuff, and you're not giving yeah. them the service that you're you're, you're promising them.
27: And we have um, we have a system in place where people can get compensation. We've made that easier than ever. We're going to be introducing um, automatic notifications so that people know that they can get compensation. We're bringing in smart cards so that when you touch in and you touch out in the future, if your train has been delayed, it will say, "Do you know what? You're entitled to compensation. Click on this link, find out how to do it."
3: The service is rubbish. You lot have had it for a year. Um... <laughs> and and, and it, it, it will be a bit better by easter next year come no, on roger not that's that not good it's enough be better,
27: a little bit better what we're saying is that at the moment there is a risk of cancellations at certain times they tend to have been at weekends but doesn't matter but when by it easter, is but by, well it matters whether or not you're it's in the rush hour or not because no it, it doesn't. doesn't if
3: you're wait, if you're stood there waiting for a train it doesn't matter when it is and that's the, the thing it's guarantee. like well it's only happening at weekends so that's okay no, no, it's, not no okay. it's not okay it's and not it okay and it doesn't just happen at weekends as well roger it's, it's
27: absolutely not okay and we really accept that and genuine apologies to people what i was trying to make the point is that um, the vast majority of people obviously travel in the peak this is a commuter service primarily and those peak services are really far less affected by this Um, and we are working flat out to bring in new drivers unfortunately you can't train them all in one hit we simply it's just simply not possible how many have
3: you trained in the last year
27: 100. Uh, we've got 114 training now. we brought in 54 new drivers to the routes, to the great northern uh, Thames Inc routes um, that your listeners use. We've doubled the number of trainers we've got. We've tripled the number of training courses. Um, obviously, you know, drivers... Are retiring during this period as well, but we have lots of training for the new trains we're bringing in as well. So when you need to train a driver to drive a new train, you have to take them off their duty and cover that. So we ask our drivers are really helpful. They they work their rest days. They're, they're incredibly helpful uh, in order to cover for that. And in the meantime, we're recruiting more and more drivers so that we're not dependent upon having to ask our drivers to work their rest days to cover this essential training and the, and the overall shortfall that there is. But it, it, takes, um, it does take uh, uh, over a year to train a driver. And we can't just – I mean, we started as soon as we got in doing this program. But it, takes, it will take, as, as Stuart said, through to, to spring next year to complete that program. And in the meantime, when things happen, we make sure we tell people we're very sorry. There, may, there is a risk of some cancellations tomorrow, and this might well be, say, on a Friday into a Saturday. Um, please check our website, where we have a full list of all the cancellations.
3: Why should um, they, have they have to happen. go to a website though? Because not everyone, not everyone oh, has no, no, access no, it's to also a website or access to Twitter. If you're
27: standing on a platform, it will okay. tell you if a train is Roger, Roger, two. just sort it
3: out. <laughs> <We> are, <laughs> you know we are, we are. No, the point point thing is, right? So I'm so, I'm so bored. Absolutely,
27: this we really are. Trying, well, people trying, aren't convinced. We are working our hardest, and we do people have aren't a massive programme okay. to, to sort well, this
3: out. People aren't convinced.
27: Uh, OK, I'm, I'm very sorry they're not convinced, but I, all I can do is to reiterate that we we really are working. We've got this biggest tra- driver training programme ever known going on, and it is beginning to address the situation. But I think... You Reduce know, it's the cost right of a travel we, ticket. Right that we are Reduce the cost of a people. travel ticket. It's, but but, you're, but you're, you're taking
3: their money. You're taking their money and you're not yeah. providing the service that you say you're going to provide. And yet you're quite happy to take four grand a year, you know, but for there, for their is. travel passes.
27: There is compensation if people.
3: Why should they have to? No, 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 no. Why should they have to? Um, why should they have to chase it? Why is the onus on the and the, why, why is the onus on the people to chase it? What you, you should be doing more for mm. your customers. Yeah, I agree. We 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 should Well, be instead of getting them to chase the compensation, give it to them. Say, do you know what we ballsed up? Tell you what, two hundred and fifty quid off your pass.
27: Well, like I said, we are bringing in um, smart card ticketing.
3: Okay. Okay, OK, we're going round in circles. Roger, the PR crisis averted, do you think?
27: Well, I don't think we ever had a PR crisis, but well, I did but... want to make sure that the full story was told. And thank you very much for helping me do that.
3: Well, has now had about 20 minutes on the show. Is everyone happy? Are we all happy? Can we move on? OK, I'll take that as a yes. four double five five double five Ah... So if if your train's cancelled, it's only at the weekend, so it don't matter. And I know you've paid for it, but it don't matter. Um, and they are it'll be sorted out by Easter next year. So it don't matter. It don't matter. Oh th- but they do care, guys. They really do care. Oh three four five nine four double five five double five is the uh, telephone number. Let's go to I'm confused as to who's on what fader where. Which fader is uh, James on. He's on th- three. Morning, James. Yeah, hi, Ian. Morning, James. What have you got for us, boss? Uh,
28: Yeah, there's a massive problem with economic migrants. Yes, there is. Uh, Quite rightly, and I'd do the same, uh, trying to get into the European Union. Yeah, no, there is. Well, the European Human Rights Act basically has a policy that if you get here, you can stay.
3: Not for economic migrants, it doesn't, no.
28: No, 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 no. Whoa, whoa. If you say you're a refugee, you right. can't be proven wrong. It's almost impossible. Okay. The United Nations had a survey that said that less than one percent of people were actually personally refugees. Right. So okay. you, you create a, no, you create a stampede.
3: I agree is, with you which that which leads
28: uh, to tragedies.
3: Yeah, James.
28: Uh, like this horrible. Uh,
3: James, I agree with you. You're the gentleman that said that we that, that this is out the BBC's fault, didn't you? I think is that right?
28: Yeah, I, I think it's the fault of people who are—they're not long-sighted enough. It's, as an example, the people in Calais are not refugees; they're economic migrants.
3: You and you know that work,
28: how? I know loads and loads of refugees, uh, refugee claimants. <laughs> I don't know one genuine refugee. I okay. know loads of people. Let's talk about the ones one specifically in Pakistan. Calais. How do, you know,
3: how do you know how do you know I agree with economic migrants, you know that's um if they're doing it if they're doing it legally, beautiful. If they're doing it illegally, well then that's that's inappropriate. I'd, I'd do ha- I'd do the same, mate. I'd do it
28: illegally. If I lived in Afghanistan oh. or Pakistan or Africa, if I lived in India, oh. I'd try and get into a nice white country, a nice rich white So
3: you don't country. have a problem with them? No, I do have a problem with oh, them. Oh, but I you do think it, it should help. Oh, that's confusing.
28: I would absolutely do. Of course, I'd, I'd lie. I'd, I'd get on the okay. back of the truck. What absolutely. about the,
3: the the ones that are fleeing um, um, Syria, where there's been a quarter of a million people killed? What about what about those ones? Are those economic migrants, in your opinion?
28: No, they're some of those are refugees. But okay, so we so Nations we should be helping. A, a
3: survey. No, you're not going to talk over me. No, no, no. You're no. trying to make good
28: radio, or you trying. To <laughs> no, James, I'm just
3: trying to unravel. Um, um, you're, you're just no, trying no, to unravel and get to the point of know, your know. argument. I'm asking. I'm asking well, you a question. Like,
28: no, no, no. The United
3: Nations. <laughs> It's one percent of
28: them. 1% refugee claimants are genuine personal refugees. Okay. And only one. The European Union has said that only one in five uh, Syrian refugee claimants actually
3: come okay. from Syria. I'm talking so about the quite rightly. Okay, James. If
28: someone's 100, can I ask a
3: question refugees, or or can I yeah, ask can Is you? That, Am I allowed to ask a question? Is that okay? Yeah, go on then. Thank you, James. I know what you're going to say anyway, but go on. Oh, go on then. Tell me what I'm going to say because I haven't actually even thought the question out. But you tell me what I'm going to say. Go on you're going to say if someone's a genuine refugee should we give them refuge and i say yes
28: absolutely okay. we should pay How do you differentiate
3: how do you differentiate between
28: a genuine... it's impossible you can't exactly. I, I mean it's very very it's almost impossible but how is it is... the
3: bbc's fault that um alan Curdy died
28: constantly the bbc well it's, it's partially your fault but the okay. bbc constantly peddles this, this pro eu uh, propaganda the European human rights is great. The EU is, is fantastic. The fact is, when you, you've spoken about that, that guy, John, the charity work, you've constantly said you agree with him and you,
3: you agree with charity working. I do Those agree with charities, yes. <clears throat> I do, yeah. No, I think no, no, charities no, wait, do wait, good work. Wait,
28: wait a second. Those people in Calais... I'm, for the tra- I'm late for the mobile, travel again. And, you encourage, and okay. you encourage a stampede and accidents happen.
3: Okay. Give Me. refuge locally.
28: Me. Really simple.
3: Me. I don't know if they get the podcast in Syria.
28: Yeah. Okay. You can make a flippant point. I meant generally, people should be more. And how do you know? The problem
3: of how do you know?
28: Locally.
3: I, I'm assuming. I'm assuming, James, that you've been to speak to the, the, the refugees in Calais. Have you? I've spoken to hundreds of refugees, not in Calais. Can I ask where well, you I've... spoke to these hundreds of refugees? Because I'm going to be honest, James. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't believe. Work. I don't believe you've spoken to hundreds. Uh, I've probably spoken to about 30 or... Well, no, probably about 50 or 60. We've already got it down by a 30. few hundred. <laughs> How have you spoken to about 50 refugees? People I know. People I people I work with, people yeah. around Bedfordshire. And, and so you've reported them to the authorities, have you, for being here illegally? No, what can you do? Oh, you know, so well, then, you're, then, you're, then you're part the of the problem. So you're part yeah, of the problem I, as yeah. well? Yeah, absolutely. I know. What, what can wow. we do? Well, you could report them to the authorities. If they're here illegally... You could report them to the authorities.
28: Yeah, I suppose.
3: You could do I that. Don't,
28: I'd get very far. I don't think I'd get very far, because they'd just say it's one person's word against another. And yeah, yeah, life. they
3: what would. Have. But still...
28: But the so thing so is it's th- really simple. In one sentence, one sentence, I know you're waiting for trouble, in one sentence, yes. give refuge locally, and then you don't have a stampede, and you don't have accidents. Simple.
3: Well, I'm glad you've solved that up. And, I, and uh, on behalf of the BBC, I apologise for the else, death... Mate? I apologise for the death of that five-year-old child on behalf of the BBC. I said partial. I said. Well, partial. I apologise. I pol- okay. I partially apologise for the death of that five-year-old child okay, on behalf of the say. BBC that caused the stampede.
28: A point. But that that was the reason why they came here. That that child's no. family weren't refugees anyway. They were given refuge in Turkey. They'd been living there for years. So he was okay. quite rightly trying to get to Europe. Okay, James. Okay. Ian. Thanks very much.
3: You're very welcome, mate. Take care. Ta-ta.
7: Take care, boy. <laughs>
5: It delays on the M1. There's a lane closed southbound between Junction 13 for Bedford and 12 for Flitwick. That's causing delays from Junction 14 for Milton Keynes. Also northbound, there's a lane blocked by an accident involving two cars between Junction 13 for Bedford and 14 for Milton Keynes, so delays in both directions. Also, it's slow on the M1 southbound through where the roadworks are between Junction 12 for Flitwick and 11 for Dunstable, and the bad weather's adding to those delays. On the M25, anti-clockwise, there are three-mile queues just after Junction 24 for Potter's Bar because of a breakdown. And on the A14 North Western Avenue in North Waterford there are queues around the dome roundabout on the trains Great Northern are reporting 10 minute delays in and out of Moorgate because of a signalling problem. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio.
3: Sammy, thank you because I want to give her a fair crack of the whip. Let's go straight to the weather shall we?
5: Beds, hearts and bucks weather.
7: BBC Three Counties Radio.
16: Hello, very good morning to you. We've had some outbreaks of rain so far this morning, but uh, that weather front is now pushing its way off to the east, so it should stay dry from now on. Really, uh, still a little bit of rain left to come across parts of Hertfordshire, though. But uh, but after that front, it's going to be feeling a bit fresher. It will be brighter, and we'll see some sunshine around as well. Perhaps the odd isolated shower this afternoon, but there'll be very few and far between. Most places will be dry, and it will turn into a pretty nice day. Top temperatures today up to around 17 Celsius, 63 in Fahrenheit a light to moderate westerly breeze. Now that breeze is going to ease down through the course of the night. It's going to be a dry night to come. It's going to feel quite chilly as well underneath largely clear skies. So uh, temperatures probably dropping down to around eight or nine degrees, even in some of the towns. So in the rural spots, it's going to feel really quite chilly into tomorrow morning. A few mispatches possible, as I said. And then tomorrow is going to be a really nice day. We've got high pressure building from the south, so it's looking dry. There'll be plenty of good spells of sunshine around and highs of around 17 or 18 Celsius, not just for tomorrow, but also over the weekend, dry with some good spells of sunshine, just rather chilly nights and possibly some misty mornings, Ian. That's the forecast.
3: Thank you, Elizabeth, and thank you for your patience this morning. It's appreciated. one of their mornings? Every weekday morning. Good
19: morning, Jonathan. Morning. Do you think it's right to tell a million disabled people they should get off benefits and find a job? Have your say on today's big phone-in.
27: People who are going to be in nuisance
23: are going to be in nuisance regardless of whether they are things to do. Is
19: it true that people over the age of 65 drink far too much booze? The JVS Show fights for your rights and tackles your consumer problems. waited and the receipt came
1: out but the cash didn't. It's become a problem of light because obviously the trees got bigger as we got here.
15: We couldn't shut the French windows. It it would appear that they'd buckled.
1: I had a phone call from my daughter saying, if we don't get off the train, they're going to hand us over to the British Transport Police. The JVS Show, weekdays from nine on BBC Three Counties Radio. This is Ian
7: Lee. On BBC Three Counties Radio.
3: That one's just Darren's just. I like Darren. Uh, he's just tweeted. Um, I can't tell if you're having a good day or a bad day today. <laughs> a good show or a bad show Nor today. Can we. No, I, it's one of those. Um... <sighs> I need to go for a run or something, or a, a line I need to start smoking again. That's what I need to do after this. Flip it. <sighs> Have we got any Texas? Yeah, we've got loads. Have we got any that are a bit lighter? <laughs> All right, let me have a look. Let me have
4: a look. Let me have a look.
3: Let me have a look.
4: Oh, we haven't. Oh, here's a really light one. I mean, how light do you want to go? Light. Light, light. light. Yes. Like proper light. Yes. Louise in King's Langley. Hi, Ian. Love your show. You make me laugh. Not today. Not today. (laughs) What was our last record you played? The Fall Guy. Yeah, The Fall Guy. You obviously are not out of the 70s stroke 80s, Louise in King's Langley. We envy you.
3: The Fall Guy, I'm going to say, was 83. Yeah. So, so that's eight, Gosh. That's definitely, we're but, definitely involved in the 1980s there.
4: I remember it, but very, very, very vaguely. <sighs> um, let me see. Uh, uh, hang on.
3: I've not got to talk about um, how old Arthur Scargill looks. I didn't know he was still alive. but he, looked, he? Arthur Scargill, I'm sure he's alive, or maybe he's dead. No, I don't think he's alive, is he? Well, then why is there a picture of him alive? Where's the sun? Page 13 of the sun, hang on. X miners leader, here we go, here we go. He's alive. No. And he looks, do you know who he looks like? He looks like Dennis from Dunstable. He it, does a He bit. really does. Ex miners leader Arthur Scargill claims state sponsored assassins tried to murder him six times. Crikey. He said, six attempts up at my life. Someone shooting as I entered me home. Someone trying to stab me. Someone sending me. Bomb! Everybody out!
1: Wow.
4: You did him in my voice, then.
3: I did. I was angry. Cat. The one
4: you reserved for pa- me.
3: Passionate cat. <laughs> not done that. Not talking about Stringy having another baby at 74. Not talked about... Um, oh, she she uh, delivered? Yeah, not having Mrs. talking Stringy. about Happy Britain. Not that there's a, there's, I've just got to say this, because this is weird. Right? This is a great story. Right? Technology uh, and, uh, uh, you know, strength uh, uh, triumphs over adversity. Paralysed man walks again using the power of the mind. Isn't that no. how we all walk, though? We well, you, all your walk. Your brain stroke nerves. We all walk due to the power of our mind. I mean, this is a machine that's kind of rigged him up and he can think the machine to. Oh, right. go, okay, but that's so how that. we all walk, isn't it? Is the power of the mind. Mm. Which is stronger, the mind or the leg?
4: Well, if your legs aren't strong enough, your mind can't do anything about Giant it. Giant
3: spiders. Bad parking. Didn't get a chance to do any of that. Oh, never mind. Oh
4: well, there's always tomorrow.
3: Still, here's the here's the today's light story. Trains. Uh, Justin.
12: <laughs> Good morning, boss. Now, after the program, you, me, two pretty Thai ladies, Thai massage. What do oh, you reckon? I, I, th-
3: I, I need. I need. I think I might break their fingers. I'm too. I'm too. Geez. <laughs> anyway, tense. it's mm. taken my mind off of losing my cat. What? You Lost my cat. It? Yeah, she's all missing, man. No, don't worry, I'm I'll come gutted. back. Don't worry. Yeah, I, the, we, got the, the, we got the puppy, and they, uh, she's. Oh, man, No, no, you,
12: you know what cats are like? They yeah. are arrogant. Don't worry. Yeah. It's, all, it's all an attention seeking thing. The cat will come back. Don't worry. Fingers crossed. All right. Uh, what have you got for us, Just? Hey, you've been talking about trains this morning. Yes. Uh, what a fascinating conversation with the man from Govia earlier yep. on. Uh, people talking about a lack of drivers and the cancellations. Don't worry, guys. We're going to sort it out next week, next month? No, by next Easter. Easter? It's going to be yeah. fine by Easter? Yeah, it's It's gonna be fine, guys, so don't worry. Keep on paying your four grand plus, and uh, by next Easter, hopefully, we'll uh, sort the journey out. So uh, here's some commuters that I spoke to this morning who use that Govia line going into London, poor people, five days a week. Here's what they had to say. Sean, you're traveling into London this morning using Govia, Use the service five days a week. Describe how it is for you. Shocking, shocking. Every single day, there's delays in the service. There's ridiculously overpriced to get to London, firstly. Uh, there's drivers always, you know, never on shift, so there's trains cancelled and delayed. I mean, how how frustrating is that for you? You're trying to get into work, you're trying to get home from work, and suddenly there's no drivers for your train. Yeah, it's very annoying. It's lethargic. I'm getting back later and later every day. And how long can this continue for you? Are you now looking to, to get a job locally, maybe, because of the service? Not really. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I think I've been looking into it recently over the past year, definitely. Just because of the service and yeah. the way it is? Yeah. Okay, I appreciate your time. Cheers, thank you. Angus, you're travelling to London this morning. Govia on this line into London. Has it improved your journey into work at all? No, not really. Um, There's still delays, there's still cancellations. Uh, Possibly the communication's got slightly better, but the service isn't any better. So how many times have you been waiting for a train and suddenly it doesn't go because there's no driver? Oh, recently it's been a lot. Um, Probably, for me, at this time in the morning, every couple of weeks it happens. Really? Yeah. Okay, well, listen. To it. You don't look happy already. I'll let you get into work. Yes, thank, well,
7: thank you. Thank you. This is Ian Lee on BBC Three Counties Radio.
3: Um, oh. and this is the thing, Justin. Right? We go. And, uh, we'll probably get a complaint later on from. It, it turns out it's not Govia. It's Govia.
12: Well, that's the, that's the first time I've heard that. Do you know what? We'll,
3: we'll get a complaint about the way it was handled, but in in all honesty, um, Govia, that they've had a fair. We were late for the news. You know, they had a fair crack of the whip yep. twice. They they yep. called back to say they wanted another go. We gave them another go. The reason I'm angry is because of people mm. like that that you talk to. People that use. Yep. I don't use that train line. They yep. use that train line. They pay a shed load of money to yep. use that train line whether it's a daily ticket a weekly pass or an annual pass that's about four grand right yeah absolutely and all of this well there are online forms you can fill in uh, if you if the train is over 30 minutes late we right. get heavily fined no 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 no. Yeah. charge them less if you're not providing the service charge them less. it only happens at weekends all right it doesn't happen so much in the rush hour it does happen in the weekdays mm. but what if i travel on saturdays or sundays i, I I'm well, a lesser passenger I
12: deserve lesser service and the thing is you say if you, if you speak to somebody in charge of a company and they, they talk about it being at weekends well we've heard from people this morning who are saying that is not the case a guy there fascinating I think he, he was worried his boss might be listening but he's thinking about changing his job because a lot of people when they get to work they think that people are making excuses and they're turning up late yep. because they're lazy <laughs> and that is reality so what's your excuse Dealey <laughs> I'm on time every day, and that's yeah, because it's... I've got my own car. But yeah, we... <laughs> if I was taking public transport yeah. and I was late in two or three times a week, you'd probably think to yourself, well, you know, what are you doing working on the programme yeah, if yeah, you can't yeah. turn up on time for work?
3: Daily, excellent stuff, mate. Thank you very much. Speak to Thank you later you. on. Uh, um, that's it. That's your lot, guys. And
12: oh, look,
3: we're going to travel on time for the first time this morning.
7: Travel news for beds, cards and bugs.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio.
3: Sammy, are you there? (laughs) Fair play. She's taken full ponership of me and said, you know what, I've had enough. (laughs) Oh, fair play, Sammy, well done. She's gone out for a cup of coffee. We we have taken the mick all morning, I, I, thank you to Elizabeth and uh, to Sammy. We've uh, my timings have been aw- it's been one of those shows today, where the the schedule and the timetable has we've just chucked it out the window. So. Um... She's probably gone for a good lie down. Good for her. Uh, We're about to record the links for the podcast after the show. The podcast, oh yeah, if you go to iTunes, if you go to the BBC Three Counties website, there's a kind of a weekly uh, best of. I suspect... I suspect it's going to be a very angry one this week. And there's bonus stuff that don't make it to the radio. Thank you, Justin, thank you, Kelly, thank you, Catherine, and uh, thank you in advance, Catherine, for all the uh, the uh, people phoning up to complain that you're going to have to deal with after the show.
1: Local and vocal across beds, hearts, and bucks.
7: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
19: Thanks, Ian. Good morning. Welcome to the JVS Show. I'm Jonathan Vernon-Smith. It's Thursday, it's 9 o'clock, and on today's Big Phone In... Do you think you can use your phone safely whilst driving? New research shows that almost half of all motorists witness people using a mobile phone behind the wheel every single day. Despite the threat of three penalty points and a £100 fine, people continue to use their mobiles whilst driving. Nearly a third of drivers surveyed admitted to sending a text message whilst on the road, and some even go as far as ordering takeaways and checking their dating profile. Well, the fines are increasing and road safety experts are urging people to ditch devices at the wheel. But it seems people believe they're safe to use their phone whilst driving. Well, I want to hear your reaction to this today. Do you think you can use your phone safely whilst driving? Here's my telephone number for your call. I'd love to hear from you on 03459 455 555. This is the JVS show on BBC Three Counties Radio. I'll take your call in just a second but first let's get the latest BBC news at 9 o'clock. Here's Simon Oxley.
0: The headlines. Chancellor starts HS2 bidding process. Buckinghamshire fundraiser apologises for using picture of dead boy and MK Don's manager praises fans after 6-0 thrashing.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: George, George Osborne has used his visit to China to launch the bidding process for constructing the first phase of HS2 through Buckinghamshire. The Chancellor is urging Chinese firms to pitch for contracts, but Conservative MP for Cheshire and Amersham Cheryl Gillan says it's wrong to open the bidding when Parliament hasn't yet backed the scheme.
2: I still wonder whether this really is a priority for government, uh, considering that they've cancelled other very important projects in the north, such as the Midlands electrification. And I also worry about the stability around this project because we still really do not know what the new complexion Labour opposition will do.
0: A Buckinghamshire fundraiser has apologised for using an image of a dead Syrian boy on a beach on leaflets to thousands of people. John Van Weenen was trying to encourage people in Olney to donate clothes to send to the migrants at Calais and says with hindsight he wouldn't have put that particular picture through letterboxes in the town.
17: If a child had found it, I agree now that it possibly was the wrong picture to put on. But at the time, I wanted to actually get people behind me and let people see what is going on in the real world. And it's true, that's what's happening.
0: Meanwhile, European leaders have agreed to provide 1 billion euros to help millions of Syrian refugees. Britain has pledged another £100 million. And French officials say a teenager, thought to have been between 15 and 17 years old, was killed near the Channel Tunnel in the early hours of this morning. It's believed he was from East Africa. A Luton man has been found guilty of sexually assaulting two teenage girls at a swimming pool in Aylesbury. 40-year-old Anthony Crawford assaulted the girls in the changing area at the Aqua Vale pool in February this year. He'll be sentenced at Amersham Crown Court next month. Train operator Govia say they won't have enough drivers until Easter next year following complaints from Hertfordshire County Council. The councillor in charge of transport is complaining about poor services on the Thameslink and Great Northern lines after further cancelled training.